and we are live cool. with Audio Files Anonymous. Audio Tyler, Files Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone in the chat? Hello, hello. Uh, how's everyone doing today? As far as uh, it, it, this wonderful Thursday morning, uh, start with Andrew, and since we can see see your face. <laughs> <laughs> Chrono is still a uh, I, like the cartoon character. Yeah, um, yeah uh, doing doing well this morning. I mean. Uh, doing uh, as well as can be. Uh, we had uh, the very exciting first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs for Vancouver Canucks last night, so I watched that, which I, I know is very exciting for everybody else uh, south of the border, but for us Canadians, it's a big deal, <laughs> especially those of us who live in uh, Vancouver. That's very awesome. Yeah, it was fun um, guys' excitement and reaction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were excited. Uh, so yeah, doing doing really well there, uh, just sort of getting into the swing of the day and, and figuring out, uh, actually... Um, just posted the LCD XC review recently. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but um, figuring out. Uh, I think we'll have another video here uh, sometime tomorrow, or you know, before the end of the week, uh, ideally as well. So, sure. putting that together, and it's going to feature the HD6XX. So that's why I'm wearing it today. <laughs> I'm getting some yeah. listening time with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, what about you, Chrono? What's what's uh, what's on your plate today? How you been today? It's actually what uh, a different, different, different area. But uh, go ahead, tell us what's going on. Well, first, I'd like to comment that our webcam is in the works. I'm looking up <laughs> some right now because, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna get a little plain if I just keep looking like my little pixel dude here. But um, you know, it's just had a relaxing day. You know, like, mostly gaming. Probably gonna go out and get some steak to eat <laughs> for lunch afterwards. Nice. Cool beans. Nothing too exciting. Very cool. Very cool uh yeah nothing uh nothing really new with me i've been uh woke up early uh did some samurai and coffee this morning uh <laughs> at, after i took my pup out at five this morning and then uh, samurai and coffee is the yeah. new uh, <laughs> that, uh, my, uh ghost of tsushima yeah ghost of tsushima and then uh from there the daughter usually wakes up around six something so i usually get back an hour in of gaming and then uh go deal with her and then uh did some gym time and then from gym to shower to editing photos and prepping for that stuff <laughs> uh, and then also trying to find out to figure out what i want to do next for some some new cool composition photo stuff but outside of that yeah. that's pretty much where i'm at right now and it's yeah turned into a beautiful day it was freezing last night but today it's turned out beautiful so the gym scares me right now <laughs> well, I mean, just... Yeah, I'm just doing TRX in my uh, in my garage. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm I was, was going to say it's not like I, I go normally, anyways. But <laughs> now is like even less likely. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. The, the gym started scaring me, you know, before quarantine as well. I'd say after after the holidays of yeah. 2019. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I think it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss I miss picking up heavy things and putting them down for sure. But uh, well, I got the, the LCD XC for that. So <laughs> the, the, I just uh... sent the headphone off, so you know, there you I, go. don't so have that one anymore. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah I have the I have the Rad Zero. Is that yeah. this other is called Rad Zero? Yeah, that's on their way. So yeah. heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. Although that one, I don't know. I don't find it as heavy as the. Uh, it's a heavy boy, but it's not as heavy. I think what? as the uh, LCD XC. Very cool. And then, hey, real quick, everyone in the chat, how's the uh, the sound and video? Just because uh, I've been playing with networking and I want to make sure that it's working right now. Because um, I, I found out my other router uh, was dying on me, apparently, because uh, it was progressively getting worse as I continued to stream. So, uh, but hopefully that's good for you guys. And then uh, back to you guys. Real quick, I, I, some topics for today. 
that could be fun to discuss um, is, I guess, do you want you guys want to start with the 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 Hi-Fi Man announcement? Is that what, yeah? Like, let's get into that. Let's, let's dive into the Hi-Fi <laughs> Man HE510. Uh, no HE. Wait, it's the R10. R10. HE R10. R10. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so that one is the Sony. And correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> the Sony patent expired on the MDR R10, which was uh, yeah. a back in 1989 i think was considered one of the best headphones you could get older yeah and yeah, so it was one of the first biocellulose cellulose headphones uh, I, I didn't dig into that too much but that could be right and uh then, yeah. yeah and so then they only made 2000 of them too so that's also so there's also a weird prestige right. thing of like oh i have this thing and it's amazing and you can't hear it yeah. so you don't know like so <laughs> so there's some of that prestige things going on it's too, the elitism yeah, yeah a little bit right so um i don't know so what's what's your guys' uh hot take on that because i think well uh, real quick uh r10 he's the hyperman announced recently it's going to be two models one's going to be a, a dynamic closed back and the other one's going to be a planar dynamic and they're varying in prices i think somewhere from 1500 for the dynamic and four to five oh, my hands oh, four to five in the uh <laughs> hand autofocus yeah <laughs> Dang it. I, I changed up my autofocus a little bit. And it was like, now it's like super responsive where it wasn't before. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, so that's where we're at. So we resolve. Hot take. Hot take. Okay, so <laughs> uh, it's it's funny when you think about the all of the like um, weirdness surrounding the naming convention that they've gone for here. Because <laughs> if they hadn't done that, everybody would be really excited about a hi-fi man planar flagship uh planar magnetic flagship close back and i was telling them i was telling fang beyond this at Canjam, i was like look you're getting into the wireless thing right yeah but can we get like a hi-fi man flagship close back and that's the other thing with them is that they are uh wireless capable I mean, potentially with yeah. the uh with yeah with the the blue mini which as much as i was not a huge fan of the deva for its sound quality the blue mini like I, I, I like yeah, the Davis sound quality, but for the price, I thought it wasn't as competitive as something like the Sundara, which is like a little more. But the Blue Mini is actually really, really cool. I mean, the fact that they were able to to pack that powerful of uh, amplifier in such a small device was was is really exciting. And that really, like in my mind, that is a really good direction for wireless in general because you're not having to pack it into the cup of the headphone you're having to, having to put like electronics into the headphone like you do with something like mm -hmm. the the mobius so uh and then you know it doesn't mess with the acoustics or anything like that so uh you know the the fact that they're doing that is really exciting there on the r10 um but so with all of that you know i i know there was some talk about how the the patents expired and so it's not a problem sony can't sue fang bian and all this stuff i still think that in spite of that it was a really like questionable move because everybody in the in the space, all the fans, all the you know community knows about this, yeah. right? At least, and even if you don't, right? It's a legendary enough see, that people can you yeah. can pick up on quick. That wait and, a and and you can <laughs> see photos of it, and and in my mind, it's like this is not they're not paying homage to it. Mm -mm. They're they're basically just it. throwing it in the face of them yeah. saying not only are we ripping off the the look and the design but we're also uh you know gonna gonna be like hey we're calling it this which was yeah. your legendary headphone so i to me it's like i don't know why it has to do something with like the culture around this kind of stuff 
but you know for for competition and whatnot but i i, I just don't know why they went that route because yeah. it's very likely that these are going to be really great sounding headphones at least i, I i'm sh I, I i don't know if yet because we have tried them but like Based on what I saw from the frequency response, it looks quite a bit better mm -hmm. than that of the R10. That was the that was the weird thing is is the R10 as much as it it's a legendary headphone. It's the a Sony thirty year one. old headphone for crying out loud. Yeah, and it's not really that good by today's standards. So I I still it blows my mind why they did that. They probably did that because they saw the design and were like, this is an easy design implementation and then they're like all right we might as well call it the same thing <laughs> but anyways that's my hot take that this could sound really good this could be exactly yeah. what we want but the naming convention was a bit of a misstep yeah i, I can concur with that i think uh Kron, i'm going to respond to to andrew real quick and regards that a little bit on my <laughs> uh topic real quick but uh, i think another thing that's kind of that's what's i think happening to some degree is they're playing on the prestige of it right like so this is a very yeah. prestigious headphone very limited quantities and there's a lot of people that would, would that want this right and and then there's also the factor of um now you can get it again essentially i mean if, especially <laughs> if it's a one-to-one -one copy like right to some level with maybe some better you can get a knockoff that likely sounds a lot better yeah and so <laughs> and so with that i think it's it's I don't want to sound like a jerk here, but it, it, it can also be considered like a quick, easy crash grab too, to some level. Not that it, you know, that they're producing a good headphone yeah. potentially, but like it also is a, it's a, it's a low hanging fruit, I guess, if that makes I, sense. Not I like have a, to wonder like where, how this is, how, where the reaction is or what the reaction yeah. is like for, you know, some of the Chinese market. Because I was going to say, that's the part of the market I, that's going to be like. Yeah, totally fine with it, right? Yeah, like I think it's maybe the Western student. audience. Yeah, and I think the Western audience is sort of like, what? what? Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, the cash grab aspect of it, I, like, there's a lot of that in there where yeah. I just go, I don't know about this. Like, this is, I think we see through this a little bit. And, yeah, I mean, I, th I think, you know. like, I think you nailed on the head too the homage factor. Like, if it would have been a true homage, I think they wouldn't have called yeah. it the, the same name, more or less. I think they could but, have, they could have worded it better. They could have done some yeah. different things. Um, but anyways. Yeah, a lot of drama in that thread too. And but like to me, I'm, I'm just yeah. <laughs> was, like, but I'm just mostly excited. Like, oh, this could be cool. This could be ah, no, fuck it, we're done. <laughs> this is yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, but see, like, like for me, I, I'm really excited about the headphones. Like, I think they they could legitimate. They, they might be yeah. exactly what I want. Right. Like, I just finished reviewing the XC off from Odyssey, which was a fantastic experience. A closed back planar that does everything that I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. It's just too heavy. And then Hi-Fi Man coming out with something that could beat it potentially. I'm super excited about that. And so I think, you know, for all this stuff, just like I was saying, like if you just ignore all the, you know, questionable, you know, marketing and naming and all this mm -hmm. stuff, this could be a really, really good headphone. So yeah. we just have to kind of wait and see on that. And, but and, anyways, uh, I'll let Chrono. <laughs> yeah, and real That's quick, it. Marcello also makes a good point too. It could I mean bad bad publicity is still publicity, right? They're still being good point. put in the yeah. front of front, forefront of the news. We're all we're, paying we're, attention we're to this. We're talking it's, about it right now. Yeah, it's drama, um, and we're all yeah. paying attention to it. Exactly. So. We love drama. <laughs> yeah, Feng, Feng Dian actually did a good thing there. <laughs> well, wasn't there a picture where he was actually holding? He's holding both the, of them. The, yeah, the real, yeah, the real yeah. art. Yeah. Like he actually He's, bought yeah. the original. It's 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 uh it's brazen. It's brazen. That's the word. Yeah, that's key. Uh, yeah. I'd actually be uh, fly on the wall in Sony going, wait, who the F let go of that pad? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, but like, okay. well, real quick about that. Do you guys know, like, if regardless of whether or not the patent expires, you can is there... It. You can, well, you but can, but you is to... it the patent on the design or is it on the name or... Because, like, that well, I would wonder about. I'm not... 
positive because the design's the same still right like i wonder is that the design's almost like i mean the head the band is different but i mean essentially the cup is the same and i think they did a similar i think they did almost everything here the same but i think this part's different um And then obviously that's the Deva headband, stuff. I think. I yeah. think. But, um, yeah, that's the Deva one. I could have asked my wife, but I'm pretty sure uh, ask the ask the lawyer, see what she says. Um, yeah, I'd be curious but, uh, about that. Like, can they get in trouble for the naming convention alone? It's, I think it's you different know? enough that it they could someone yeah. could probably because yeah, it's H E R ten. Yeah, right. So like, yeah, it's different okay. enough that they could be like it's it's like that fine line, right? They're walking the yeah. fine line. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, Chrono, but I mean. What do you think, man? What as, as a young young buck in the in the audiophile world and fresh fresh off the, the street of uh, beats to to true audio? No. <laughs> hey, it was both. It was both. I'm just kidding. I, I did I did have some beats too. For you, and I enjoyed them quite a bit. I have no problems with them. Nah, and I, I like Dr. Dre's music a lot anyway. So well, it's it's Apple now, not Dr. Dre. Is it? True. True. Um. Kind of, it's well. First of all, I agree. I think I agree with everything that's been said so far about it. I, it was it was shocking for me. It was like, why why do they need this? Like to me, like Hyperman has made you know very good headphones recently that I personally enjoy, like the Sundara, the the Ananda, and I hear I hear great things all the time from about the Aria. So I was like, they make all these you know fairly unique and and already very good headphones that have garnered them some good rep recently. And then yeah, you know. So it's like, why do they do this? It's like, why would they, why do they need this in their, you know, as part of their selection? Um, And of course, you know, the the fact that it's so similar to the R10 or rather they were, I mean, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't want to say, but yeah, it's like, why would he announce it like that? Yeah, that was kind of odd. The the other thing with this though, that I don't, I think people aren't talking about this enough, but the the fifteen hundred dollar one or twelve or whatever the like more the modest priced one is that's I, is that high man's first dynamic driver no headphone? they have one before i think no one they have one with mass drop actually yeah they have a which they what is a, that one i'll look it up right now but i know they have like a eighty dollar one on mass yeah, drop they had, oh they really had a, okay. bio, or a, a dynamic driver before too yeah. but it's their first like high-end dynamic yeah. driver yeah like audiophile yeah Okay. Which I, I'm pretty sure the 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 one that's on drop or whatever one the previous one did not get good reviews. It was, I mean, obviously yeah. you haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> the so. HiFiMan HE35X. Yeah. That is a dynamic driver headphone. Never heard. Oh, it's a dynamic. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did not realize yeah. that. I always assumed that that their whole thing because they're set up for manufacturing planar magnetic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's their it's process. Their, well, I mean, so. that's kind of their thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So what I wonder, I mean, if this is biocellulose or or something with biocellulose are they like do they just buy an off-the-shelf driver like is that where that's coming from or is this something new or maybe that's when a... they they could have easily too if, if they because they have the other one right they have the original i wonder if they could have gone back to the original <laughs> yeah. manufacturer just been like maybe. hey what's the latest and greatest version of this yeah <laughs> because it's not around. like sony is is building the biocellulose yeah. drivers most likely right yeah this is uh, yeah i mean they could i know fostex has a lot of biocellulose so they could have done yeah. something like reverse engineer it, see where it could be improved. Yeah, or it could like be. That. But something I'd be fascinated to 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 see something if it's actually developed. Like if the driver itself is designed by Hi-Fi Man, that would be really cool because then you know they're now into the dynamic driver space as well, which they traditionally haven't been. Yeah, but close back dynamic at that price, you what's in that price range? There's the Icon. Icon Atticus is a bit Atticus, cheaper, a bit less expensive. Cheaper, yeah, um, uh, the, de- the 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 there's the. 
Isn't there one of the Denons or? The de- yeah. So, well, you have the. Well, I don't think you really care one of that, but the the TH nine hundreds. You have the. Um, yeah. The ninety two hundreds. Denons. There's the. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the TH nine hundred. Yeah, from Fostex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, there's a Denon version too, though, which is my. Yeah. Thing. It's it's also Fostex yeah. based. <laughs> um, yeah, much, I think really. that's. I think that that's it. But the. Um. Yeah, that price range. I mean, for dynamic driver stuff, I think that's about it. It's like ZMF and... Yeah, ZMF. Oh, I mean, I know there's probably some other stuff uh, um, that's like uh, mods and things like that around mm-hmm. there, too. Oh, yeah, I'm so, sure. Oh, uh, the... Um... Oh, well, Aurora Audio Astralis yeah. is <laughs> yeah. less expensive by <laughs> quite a bit. Well, that's, I, funny, I, that's I the other thing. Just is, thinking that they posted. It, it, well, that's what I was thinking of with the yeah. Like it's not really mod, I guess, yeah, but it's but from it's, that community. Yeah. But but the, the thing as well though is we don't actually know what the price is going to be like in North America because we've only seen right like we because we, yeah, we we know what the equivalent right. is in North American dollars, but there's always a chance that the pricing changes for different markets. So, yeah, that's fair. Um, so I, I'm not aware yet of I, like I, I think we have ballpark, but that's about it. <laughs> and then I'm, I'd be curious to see how much the price actually would drop after like a year or two, two potentially. Oh yeah, of course, because that always happens too, right? But it happened with the Sandara and the Ananda. Yeah, yeah Ananda Sandara. Yeah. I think almost like yeah. a, it's pretty notorious. Edition X. <laughs> Edition X. Right? Like they, are, they always yeah. have like a year of their like that premium price. Then if you wait, you're, if you're patient, kind of like video games, right? If you're patient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I want to say I want to like I. I kind of like the idea of bringing things that are coveted or rare back, make it a little bit more available. But I know that a lot of collectors and people who really like the prestige don't like that. But, uh, but um, I just think they did it wrong. If it had been more homage like, or be like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. making it more unique, our version of this. I'd say make our version. Yeah, that would be. Okay. Yeah, instead yeah. of just. Well, I mean, technically, he's doing the plan R part, so I guess that's technically that is unique. Yeah, yeah, that's unique. That's the one I'm more interested in because, like, I've heard, like, like again, if it's a closed back Susvara, that would be insane. <laughs> Andrew would probably die. And kind of touching back to the homage thing too, I think it'd be a different thing if homage to me is more of like if a company has gone away and you're now trying to recreate something that's no longer available yeah. because it went away. Uh, but Sony's still around. Like, that's, I think yeah. that's the other problem. It's like... Well, it's... It, it, I mean, with the model, they're not making it anymore, though, yeah. so... Yeah, and they only but, made but actually, so many, so... with the... That's similar, kind of, to... I mean, not totally, because it's not a different scale, but the Sennheiser Orpheus versus the HE, whatever the current... Oh. Just like the... Yeah, yeah. I know these HE1. The... I, but, mm-hmm. yeah, the... um. So they used to have the Orpheus system, which was super rare, and then they updated that Mm-hmm. And then just kept making it more, and mm-hmm. it, and as much as it was probably better, <laughs> they uh, it, the fact that it was now more available rather than this super unique thing that only a few people had meant that it was not as to people, man. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't as exciting. I, have I mean, it's still thing. a fifty thousand dollars system, so <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like I mean, crazy, still, right? Still so... <laughs> limited yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but there's something to be said about that. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, interesting though. I think I think that's a pretty good hot take for that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll be interested. I can't, to see I can't wait to try one. I, I just gotta say, like, I can't wait to like put it through its paces, and I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's well, yeah, we'll we'll find out soon enough, right? So that's that's yeah. something that could be coming down the pipe, and then uh, I think from from there, I don't think there's any too much. There hasn't really been too much news in the headphone space recently. So um, as far as the, that kind the, of stuff, 
yeah the there's the odyssey penrose and, yeah and, um that was pretty much it for august right and then penrose to me is like that's ex- i'm not really excited about that but it's cool like if that makes sense like yeah. is it more because it's in like the gamer market maybe it's not as exciting because you know i think i'm also- excited for it because it's it's low latency wireless and that was the mm-hmm. thing that like to me made it that the mobius was kind of not it didn't make that much sense like the movie is just a USB headphone, right? In my mind, for for the intended use, right? That it, the way that it's marketed, but it just there's so much going on in that that like I don't know why gamers would use it. And then the Penrose comes out, it's like, oh, this is exactly what it should have been <laughs> at a less expensive price tag. Well, and I that think could it's be great. it too. Like they're just they're iterating and learning, and, and it, yeah, was, you know, and this is a new space, so they're yeah. progressing and getting but, better at it. See, to me, the Mobius is like that's the movie watching, you know, media consumption closed back planar from odyssey yeah. not necessarily the competitive low latency you know wireless mm-hmm. thing and then of course with the orbit and orbit s and all that stuff where they oem for HyperX, it, they undercut themselves yeah. in that audience <laughs> that they were trying to go for and now they come up with the penrose and it's like that the penrose is probably even better than the HyperX stuff because yeah. it's low latency so that's fair i think that's pretty wise that i mean if that's yeah. what i'm saying so it's a whole different market so i think uh it is not as exciting in the sense of the audiophile space for like music side of the house, but as far as yeah. like the gaming side of the house, I yeah, think it's it fits really the cool. gaming application better. Yeah, like it's, it, uh, yeah. We don't have very many planars in that space. I think Odyssey is the only one really yeah. pushing that that boundary. I think they're the, yeah, so. They're I really think the that's really exciting. <laughs> and once one that's and that's the thing is like once you know that audience gets a taste of like higher end headphones, maybe through this you know Penrose or even the Orbit S stuff, it's like that can start the addiction. <laughs> yeah. And then they can become audiophiles as well and, and, and then join the audiophiles yeah, anonymous chat. Now, yeah, now yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, but there is a, a a progression if you look at it that way too, like filling those those gaps in the in the market, yeah. right? Where you have yeah. the now the Penrose, which is a and the even the the HyperX stuff, and then it moves up to the uh, Mobius. Um and then from the Mobius, I guess the next stage would be the GX, and that's pretty much the end of it, right? Yeah. So well, for that, for that, that audience, that, but that yeah. Specific, and then yeah. there's people who just skip it all and go for the HD 800 S. Yeah. Well, there's, I know there's Chrono. Lost people. <laughs> oh my! So tell I'm us, Chrono. All right, I'm <laughs> going to be, I'm, okay. I will explain this in a second, but on a comment on that about like gamers like going up like the audio chain, a lot of them now seems to start with the drop stuff. Yeah, yeah. the five eight X, the six XX. Yes, yes, yes. They're not as great for gaming as other headphones out there, but, but you they, know, they, but they used to. Well, I think people's K7, perception of them. Oh well, yeah, the K7, K7 XX. Really yeah. That and that was. Real, I mean, as much as the tuning was weird, the the, the uh, soundstage for... and all that stuff, it was yeah. yeah, probably the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most people ended up going with the Sennheiser, Sennheiser stuff, anyways. Which which is crazy because when you think about it, like they're good, but they're not good. For, I, they're too closed in. They're too yeah. Like, they're warm, very. They're, that's the that's the thing I don't like about this right now is it actually feels like as much as there's so much detail and stuff in the mids and stuff, it feels obscured by the fact that it's like. It, it, there's like two pieces of resolution missing in the front left and front right. Yeah, like, you're, like that should be there. You're missing stuff. Like yeah, yeah. I'm wearing CSs right now, but I wouldn't use them for gaming. Yeah, exactly. Even like they they wouldn't be my choice for gaming. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, so. the five eight x the five eight x I think even less. That one sounds a little even narrower to me than yeah. the other ones. But compared to like all the hey, stuff Paul. from Razer and Steel Series and whatever else, I mean. The, the amount of like resolution and detail and like 
all the, honestly, the frequency response, everything you get from the, the, the 6XX is so much better than those. It is, but at the same time, I'd argue that at least for shooters, in my experience, yeah. I would always prefer something like a Steel Series, I guess, cringe, whatever you want, a, a Steel Series Arc to 7 because it has better imaging, smaller better, yeah. Yeah. but better imaging. And yeah. I didn't need the detail for the footsteps that I was listening to. Yeah. I just needed to do the gaming work. Well, that's and that's, that's where uses. the. Zarkus. the uh, bear dynamics come in as well like yeah. they're not yep. that expensive for like a dt880 something the dt990 is 120 dollars on amazon yeah pretty pretty inexpensive and pretty good for the that kind of stuff so i would take that over the arctis stuff every every day <laughs> if, if you can get a hd800 for oh, am i on mute still i'm not sure like the uh, no no you're good for uh for the is someone asked uh hd800 for 450 euro i mean me personally i think that's a great deal i love the hd800s um, yeah as uh, long as it's not as long as it's not, not something weird with the connectors yeah like as long, out or something as long as the connectors are good and and, <laughs> and you just have to make sure you're not you know yanking them out too hard or anything like that yeah as long as um, you don't break the connectors you're good <laughs> Because it's really <laughs> annoying to pull the connectors out, right? Yeah, those are actually breaking. pretty. It is gnarly. Same yeah. kind of like with, even with these. Sometimes I get a little like, huh, huh, huh. but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you talking about connectors? Yeah, yeah. we're talking about HD eight hundred connectors. connectors. Yeah. Did you already tell the story? No, no. Um, oh yes. Well, um, um, should I? No, maybe not. I guess it would give context to our ribbing of Chrono. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So basically, hello. Um, hello, my name is Chrono. I, I. I <laughs> I was very happy that I was I got a review unit for the HD 800 S, and it was so the brand $1, new. One. Yeah. Because he got brand quieter, new. a little more subdued. <laughs> He's kind of like, and yeah. um, crestfallen. I enjoyed it for two hours, and then I was like, oh, let me see the removable cable. So I didn't notice this. Well, so basically, I tried to pull it out. You know, and I was like, "Oh, it's a little stiff." So I look, I look up on YouTube how to remove HD 100 cables. And I was like, "Okay, I'll do just like the video." Yes, I'm serious. Then I pull out the thing, I pull out the entire sock, and I was like, "This looks weird. Let me let me verify <laughs> this with the other side." So then I pull it out, and I basically both drivers can no longer be connected to anything because <laughs> I didn't notice this, but from the factory, the socket was already partially out. Yeah. And yeah, all I needed was just a little tug because it's only held in there by friction. And well, and that's the thing. Like really what most Sennheisers, that's how they work for all yeah. their stuff. Is it's yeah. modular. And I hate, I hate these these connectors on the six XX oh, are the pretty. Are well, actually, they're not. These are not as stiff for some reason as on the six sixty S. I don't know if that changed at all, but these ones don't feel as bad. But uh, what 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 Chrono's describing here. Th there's only one way to remove the cables on the HD eight hundred S. They're pulling out. And that's exactly what you yeah. did. So, like, I, I don't think you could be faulted for the, there being like a poor connection on the yeah, no, socket it's side. Super like, stiff. Nothing you can do. And it doesn't have a locking mechanism, so I just it just pulled out the entire thing. I was like, wow, that's yeah. a really bad design. Because <laughs> it, it has like a little like there's little notches on the part yeah. of the, the connect. I don't think I have any HD hundred. No, yeah, it's but that's for like um, we it clicks in. It clicks right? in, yeah, and it has yeah. like it almost feels magnetic. But I think you're right. I think it is more of like that like. Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Cascades because they have the same connector. But uh, the, it does have, and it has a little notch where you have to like spin it just right so it connects perfectly and then spit, kicks in. Um, and then, uh, yeah. but it's just held in by friction after but that. It's, it and then friction, it's, there's yeah. a little notch that kind of pops, holds it in, and then you, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm not going to do yeah. it with my hands. Uh, but let's see here. So, 
you guys get the idea. It's a little, it's a, it's a pain in the butt. It's kind of like an MMCX connector to some level. Where See, it's I, like a... I was going to demonstrate it with the HD820 <laughs> that I have here, but I don't want to risk pulling the connectors out. <laughs> oh, maybe you could just show it on camera. Just <laughs> this is what happens. This is what, oh. <laughs> oh. it's now a modder's headphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to mod the HD820. Yeah. Now we get to do it. Take the glass off, see how it sounds. Probably yeah. like an HD800. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, well. Improved it in many ways. I wonder ways. if because oh. they do have dampening material in the in the the cups differently. So I mean, well, yeah, they there's an absorption mechanism because it, it hits the hits the glass on the inside. And yeah, then yeah, it sends the waves outward this way away from your ears into the absorption yeah. material from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. I yeah, like exactly. the way the H one A A twenty looks. It's, oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, with the glass. Yeah, it's beautiful. Too bad it doesn't sound gorgeous. <laughs> If you get the right fit, it can be decent. I, I had a once I got the right fit. As long as I wasn't wearing glasses and I had you have to properly, be in the right mood. And you have to be yeah, and it has to be like <laughs> what mood is that? well, you have to be in the right mood. For... I should I should shut up. I haven't heard it. It's just I saw the graph and I was like, whoa. It was. It was... <laughs> but you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta evaluate with your ears. Yeah, but yeah, because some people they do legitimately like it. Like I see people posting on Reddit and they're like, yeah, I, this is my first you know crazy high end headphone, and then everybody who knows about it's like oof. But the thing is, it has such good resolution and detail and all that stuff yeah. that, you know, for the for people who, you know, they're not necessarily looking for the most linear frequency response, they're still like, whoa, it's yeah. crazy. Everyone that I, so. when I had it for um, for a while, I took it to work when I was still at the office stuff. And then yeah. uh, everyone I let that wanted to listen to it um, was like blown away by it. They were like, I mean, they're also yeah. coming from you know beats or from you know, exactly whatever right. you could mass market put a meze 99 classic on yeah. them and they'd have the I, same reaction <laughs> i did that too i actually did i there bought a mez 99 classic in one day and so and like uh i had my own personal set and i was like i, I like them but it wasn't something i was going to end up keeping yeah. and so uh it, they were all like oh and like they had a bunch of people like trying to like best the other person to buy them off me and i'm like you can buy them yourselves they're not expensive <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 400 bucks I think something like that 300 the, uh, the classics I think, I think they're the, like 100 100 something 200 bucks on, 200 on drop bucks. you can get them for 200, 200 yeah. 250 yeah, for Amazon right. for the gold and walnut ones but the I was going to say it depends because there's the Neo and the Noir and all the rest of them yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Um, and now Dakoni released some pads for them which is kind of cool because that was always the issue cool. with the 99 classics is that they're, like, they're so boomy and whatnot in the base but then that had to do with different pads so if you pad swap there's yeah, a potential the, origi the original you know. pads were supposed to be the best I think, yeah. Supposedly, yeah yeah <clears throat> um, yeah the, someone asked what do you guys think of the campfire cascade so uh <laughs> i'll they're, let tyler they're, talk they're my, <laughs> i actually own them i own the cascades they're not with me now i sent them off to uh, my buddy dex and he's he's been listening to them but uh they're um they're they're basically i actually if, if you get them they have three or two aftermarket pads you can get for them there's this cloth one which honestly is not my favorite it's very scratchy material mm. rough material uh, but it does help with the base locks it's that cloth material so it lets the sound waves um escape a little easier uh and then there's the xl pads which are my favorite because then it, it pulls the, the them a little bit further away from your ears and they're and then it gives you more room inside the cup yeah. um because they, they, they they're weird man they have like this square that's not yeah. good accurate no, but you're you're right. It's, yeah, it's, it's a like very a, it's like a square a, uh, yeah. look to them. But uh, as far as I actually as that have goes, them here, oh, you do? Oh, no kidding. 
Um, yeah, the cascades are. I mean, but at once if if you like, I mean, I think they're fantastic for fun. I'm gonna bassy. measure these pretty, pretty soon. They're, they're, they're bassy and uh, but they're. I think they're nice looking. They're very portable. Um, uh, they fold up <clears> and stuff. And then the magnet pads for them are. I mean, the, everyone needs to switch to their pads. Like if you pull the pad yeah. off real quick, it's magnetic. It just pops right off. It's like yeah, I'll not show even, you guys here. It, they're they're fantastic. I think everyone needs to have pad swapping. Monster like used to make a headphone that yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, they're, and there's magnets just right, right on. And then um, I think they're beryllium, aren't they? A beryllium driver? They're like a smaller beryllium they, driver. I think they're beryllium coated. coated. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then uh, so they're fast. Uh, they're weird. To me, they have like a, the base is definitely on a pedestal with them, right? Like they're definitely the base. <laughs> that's the star yeah. of the show. Um, but the mids and highs are still good. They're there. They're just not yeah. as, as up front as the base is, at least from my experience. Well, I've never looked at a measurement form or anything like that. But uh uh, in yeah. fact, the most I use them with is of all things. So they're actually pretty um, uh, easy to drive too. So I, I actually use them with uh, like my Switch, or I'll use them with like a Xbox or PS4 controller, or, um, and then or my iPad or iPhone just a quick like fun to use. Um, but there is a thing: the headband is narrow, and I, I that's the one the only headphones I've ever used that gave me a hot spot on top of my head. Yep. Um, so I was gonna. For me, there's a couple things. There's two things I don't like with the Cascade. One is obviously the the tuning is not for me because it's, it's just, just a huge easy. base shelf. Yeah, like I think, well, I mean, what, what Tyler's saying about the pads, like if you have the alternative pads, maybe this curbs the base response and it can, you know, help. I'm not sure which one would be the best for that, but the cloth, um, they're not the most. Important. Well, I was actually thinking maybe the leather because if you think about. Like, oh, it would boost it. it does the leather does boost the mids and, and trebles a little bit? Yeah, yeah, and like <clears throat> if it's larger, maybe there's more room there for the base yeah. to to go somewhere else. But rather than just being funneled directly into your, but I mean that's it all depends on the design, right? Um, and it's a nice looking headphone. So the other thing that really bugs me with these is the weight is not good for a non-suspension style yeah. headband. Like it's not a heavy headphone, but because this is just a single piece mm -hmm. and not a suspension style. And the pad's not like, the greatest either. And the top padding is pretty thin as well. Like the, like thin, like mm -hmm. narrow, not yeah, narrow. Pads. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what I'd recommend if you are considering something like this is the ZMF pilot yes. or co-pilot pad and you just pop that on there. And yeah, it's, that, uh, that helps a lot. It, it makes it a lot more comfy. Um, but this is one that, you know, for the treble detail, actually, it's pretty good. And same with the mid detail. It's just that it, the tuning is, is so basic. is enormous. Yeah, space is enormous. And But the other thing with it, too, is that the build quality is really nice on yeah, this. It's really good. Like, it's, it's remarkable. So I should probably do, like, a review at some point, at some point of this. Um, and Honestly, maybe we, do some pad swapping. <laughs> if you can get yeah, if you can get campfire to get send you the XL pads, especially. I think yeah. those I heard those at ZM Festivus X, XL pads. Uh ZM Festivus yeah. two. Two? Yeah, I think two. Maybe it's three. No, three's coming up. But uh if we get through this wonderful pandemic. We'll see what um, happens with life. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh um and I heard them at ZM Festivus and they were and that's I was like, whoa, like that was it was a big enough change because I I think I even <clears> had <throat> the Cascades with me for that trip for whatever reason. Um, yeah. so like I said, they're easy to carry around, portability and that kind of stuff, and they and they work really well for movies, games, um, which that you know single player stuff like that. So that's something yeah. I would recommend, um, Andrew, is if you if you get a chance or is to uh, um, try try it with like your your, your uh, surface and like watch a movie or like yeah. uh, even like that's stuff a good like idea. that. Like yeah. just try it without like any DAC or amp, just straight out of whatever. Because I I do that with my iPhone and my iPad, and it was and I was 
because like that's how I actually those were like my my bedstand. So that's how I use it mostly. Yeah. They're, they're in my little little bucket in my next to my uh, bedstand where I keep all my some Red Dead Redemption with them. Yeah, or so <laughs> yeah, like they're they're just fun. That's their, yeah. that's why they're a guilty pleasure for me. Is like they're they're easy to drive. They're they they're entertaining enough. And when I'm not trying to do anything critical or even like relaxing or just like I just want to have a good time, those are those are what I do. Maybe drowned in bass. Yeah. <laughs> But see, to me, it, base emphasis and base elevation is never a problem if it's at the right spot, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's all I really care about. Like, I like base, but I want it to come down at like 150 yeah. hertz. Like, I don't want it to bleed. You know, I don't want it to overshadow the rest. That was my issue with the oh. Night Owl as well, and like the Nighthawk. It's like they're so the base shelf just is too far into the you know lower mids. Speaking of, so I have the Andromeda have- version of those. Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't. We Titian mentioned it in the chat, but for other oh, the, oh, I, yeah. like IEM news, the Odin the and the Odin. Hero and all the new Empire Ears stuff, that's really exciting. We uh-huh. now have something that is potentially the best IEM yeah. in Coming the down. Odin, which is very, very exciting. Yeah, lots of people going for the Odin. Plus, it looks gorgeous. That shell. Oh, is yeah. Just... That's like, man, I hope they sell a ton of those. Empire Ears is always one of those brands where it's like you, you <laughs> it's see like them doing. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's really, but and like they, they're doing really cool stuff with like the technology for mm-hmm. like all the technical stuff and their technical performance is nuts on pretty much everything they have with their, you know, their weapons, subwoofers and whatever. But for whatever reason, they don't have, they've, they haven't up until now had that like, you know, perfect tuning like U12T competitor, right? Oh. There's always been some sort of flavor going on with all of them, right? Like the Valkyrie yeah, and the, the Or even the, the, the Wraith X. was like, or the Legend X was talking about base cannon. So basic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the, the the flavor stuff, they have it down, right? For, you know, the fun kind of Just getting them all whatever. together into one. <laughs> yeah. But like they don't, up until now, they haven't had that like perfectly, you know, neutral. Well, that's quote unquote neutral. What is neutral, right? Like, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like yeah. the U12T kind of thing or like yeah, a, the smooth, it's know, like that smooth, smooth yeah, kind of yeah, uh, like, IEM headphone or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. something like a blessing to, you mm-hmm. know, um, something that's more normal sounding. <laughs> Which I found, um, and, and Andrew, you've heard them too, uh, the uh, Andromeda 2020. Yeah. I was. Yeah, actually, that's a good shocked. example. Those are, yeah, those are, they, those remind me of the U12T um, in a way, yeah. In a way, not not in the sense like, but I'm just saying like that that profile or that um, what mm-hmm. would you call it like that signature, right? It has that yeah. kind of like that signature of, of of smoothness and easy to get along with this. Yeah. Um, and it was, I was like, wow, these are easy. Like, uh, like I, I threw all a bunch of genres at them. I listened to a bunch of different random music, and and I you was, heard my sibilance test yeah, tracks. Sibilance, <laughs> and actually, these these did worse with the sibilance. I know, test. Yeah. And I was like, because these ones, if you look at the um yeah. the measurements. These have a base shelf a little bit higher than the 2020s, and and they actually sound very similar to me. But then yeah. with the base shelf, and then they also have like a mids, uh, upper mids it seems like, and a, and a treble boost to them too for the yeah. Andromeda Golds. Um, but outside of those things, they actually kind of align. Uh, it's a similar elevation, um, yeah, for like mids and stuff. That was actually the thing that I really liked about the 2020 Andromeda was that they, I mean, the two things that people had issues with for the original Andromeda was. Well, the treble was sometimes too hot, and then the, the didn't have enough I mids. The sparkle. <laughs> you see, that, I went. I think they went too far on the treble yeah. cut. Like, I, I do think too. That, they I think didn't they... need to go as much. I, on I that. want that sparkle back. I, I, I'm actually eyeballing <laughs> the, the the version threes again. I'm like, kind of like, oh, I kind of want that back a little bit, right? But maybe I'll just yeah. get my HD100s back and be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chrono, oh. what do you, what do you think? Are you a, are you an IEM guy? I, I know the answer, but that's what I, I figured. Oh, uh, <laughs> I include <laughs> you. Put him on the spot. <laughs> So, 
actually, <clears throat> aside from um, my Apple AirPods, I haven't really tried anything that would be considered in-ear. I know that somewhere, somehow, Android is hurting inside. Ah, um, yeah, but um, yeah, he doesn't like IEMs either. Yeah, even though he just he reviews he all of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to try them. It's just that in the past I've had issues with like fit, like my ears actually yeah. like it starts hurting my ears really bad when I use anything in ears. I know that I maybe should try a lot of different uh, tips. I know there's different things like the molding, the more molding ones, the foam ones, and stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I've been kind of reluctant to try it because it's it's always actually quite painful for me. Yeah. It, well, that's my problem. Like, I have sensitive, like physical sensitivity to the IEMs. Like if they're like the the pressure of them on my ears, my ears will start to ache. So that's my. Yeah, that's issue. that's yeah, it's like that. Uh, which is funny. The Andromeda of all the IEMs I've used so far, um, I think it's the Andromeda, and the U12T was actually pretty decent. Um, yeah. And then uh, um, some of the uh, what's it called the Audio. I think I tried the the Audio recently. The Legacy Three. Um, yeah, I was, I was actually shocked by that. That was I was impressed. Like, I mean, for is the that the one that measures really well? Yeah, I think so. All yeah, I think, and, it, uh, and it's cheap, and it's like the cheapest yeah. custom in ear you can get. I think. Oh, custom. Yeah, okay. you can get so a custom, custom. in ear gotcha. for like less than two hundred dollars. Oh wait, no, sorry. And it has the, the one crin was the one crin measured was the monarch. I think monarch. Yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. This one, the yeah. legacy. I mean, the legacy aren't they're not fantastic. Like I, the you know other there's definitively IEMs that spank the crap out of them. But for the the price and the custom, it's, it's, yeah. it's impressive. Um. Those are for, for fit. For fit, my favorite is still the Dunu DK three thousand one Pro. All oh, the Dunu, like the those ones, the Dunu hybrids, the, they're so, they're really small and they fit so well. I, I would have said actually the, the Moondrop um, Starfield and KXXS and all those, because they like for the shell, it's really comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I do notice like do, if I don't have um like foam tips or the lar- you know larger tips in them there's a tendency for them to kind of like slide slightly out like they don't fall out but they slide out that weird the like where they're slowly not... like yeah yeah and, and like but like they're not going to fall out it's just that they slide out past where they sound optimal you know what i mean so their default fit for me isn't far in enough for them mm. to sound as good as they do normally right like you don't get the proper seal and then just yeah yeah where it starts to be irritating yeah so you got to use like a, a slightly larger than you would otherwise size at least for me for for my ear canal but which apart I found, from that they're pretty darn comfortable they're kind of they're, they're they, they grab so much dust and everything else but these they uh, do as yeah, like kind of um uh ex static ex- i need to get elastatic. some of those Adler. these things are they see they, they're kind of tacky so they seal freaking yeah i think they're better than foams to be honest for seal and they're less finicky mm-hmm. you know how foams sometimes like you don't get it right in your ear as soon as you have them compressed and it doesn't seal probably but these are great like and then the sound is i was really impressed by the sound the way it, it, it just kind of works and then they're they actually have a pretty wide bore too so it's um not as not as big as some but it's yeah. one of the bigger ones so it's not as impeding the, the driver mm-hmm. um but yeah those are definitely some fun fun things to to think about as far as i am space i i'm excited for the odin i was talking to um one of the yeah, members of yeah, the community that's getting them in hopefully soon and he he was like you need to come by and, and check them out as soon as he gets them so i'm, I'm looking forward to trying them out well, somebody near you yeah yeah uh you you, you know him we all know him he's uh, i know who it he's, is he's uh <laughs> there's someone like to call as, as i think rush was calling him a uh, boat tile <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. actually pretty apt. Like, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Does he have his Hawaiian shirt game yeah. strong? 
He's out there in a boat in a Hawaiian shirt. I actually have a Hawaiian shirt right now, but uh, it causes more, and that's why the webcam's off. Not just kidding. There's no webcam to begin with. I was going to say you're depriving us of you know future you're... tile here. Yeah. The heck. Man. <laughs> um, uh, why can't we see, see Chrono? Because Chrono uh, is not a believer in uh, video cameras. Yeah, he thinks they're he thinks they're not real. They're not real. I'm I'm just looking at the chat now as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so Resolve started with a negative opinion on the LCD X, which has somewhat changed by time. Lifting it from the Ananda's level to Aria's in the latest XC review, does Re Resolve think he was too hard on the X? No. See, the thing is, I said even in in the LCD X review that once you EQ it, mm -hmm. it's the details on the level of the Aria at least. Right. Um, the it just the Aria has a better sense of detail retrieval because of its tuning, which is quite a bit more balanced. There, you actually have pinna gain with the Aria, and it's got upper mid range presence, and and then also the soundstage in the Aria and the depth and layering is just better. So you may get an extra sense of detail if you just compare them without any EQ. But then once you EQ the LCD X. And bring up the upper mids because they're just gone on this 2020 version or at least the early 2021 um and you know when you bring that back up to where it is similar to what the aria then it, you know you get at least as much detail retrieval there with the x which is surprising i think it's it's very impressive um and you get better dynamics and whatnot so that's why i think with the xc it's the same thing like you get ridiculously good detail with those even though you don't get the image you know the 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 uh, sound stage and depth and all that stuff that you get with the aria well I, and here's the thing I, I think is interesting um and the more like i kind of see it and, and whatnot and seeing your interactions with the odyssey stuff and other people's and stuff it seems like odyssey even with their own software is like the eqers dream right like yeah exactly <laughs> uh, yeah i completely agree like if you're getting into odyssey headphones, you got to yeah. be getting into eq as well and it's perfect for that because it yeah. responds so well to it right like i i mean i legitimately think for many odyssey headphones if you if you don't use the reveal plus or if you mm -hmm. don't use any kind of eq you're missing a large portion of what that can potentially sound like yeah i i had that experience with both yeah. the uh not with the gx because the gx is a lot well it's normal yes actually. some of them I, are way I, more I wouldn't, normal, say it's, yeah. I wouldn't even say that it's a lot more normal it's just normal period yeah yeah uh but with the lcd 2c and lcd 2 i was like man the mid-range sounds grainy and i think it, in large part it's just it that huge recession like between like 2.5 5k that just just makes everything sound like it has um it's like veiled like actually yeah. veiled like seriously veiled and it's just it just sounds grainier and then when you pull it back up you're like oh there is detail there exactly like yeah. good clarity it's just that yeah. it was just covered in a lack of <laughs> lack of presence yeah um, it is amazing though when you do start playing with EQ for headphones that are not like how different it is when you're EQing like for example I, I EQ'd the AudioQuest Night Owl to be more normal and it, it did improve but it didn't respond anywhere near as well as like any of the Odyssey stuff so and it really depends on the headphones and you know for, for getting into EQ like yeah. in, even like like I EQ the Hi-Fi Man Aria and it can handle it you know reasonably well but it it's still it, like it doesn't have the same dynamics as the Odyssey you know LCDX or LCDXC so there's certain things that I just feel like it, you know you can EQ to your heart's desire but it doesn't you know it's not the same yeah and you have to be careful too, because sometimes if you're not don't don't be heavy handed with EQ for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, RME ADI twos for people who are like, I don't like using software. <laughs> Cause I know yeah. there's a lot of people out there who are just like, I don't EQ because I don't like software. I don't like messing with yeah. software and it's fair enough. Um, but then you get an RME ADI two or you get uh, actually even just the IFI stuff for the base boost, I yeah, think base is, boost, yeah. yeah. Or even like the Loki from shit. Um, yeah, yeah, that's another one. I mean, that's I mean, that's an analog. It's a smaller, it's smaller. Yeah. I think it's what three bands. It's really like low, yeah, middle, yeah. high. Like there's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like a more. Uh, it's a uh, tone control more. Tone control, but like I mean, that's something to kind of give an idea of what what potentially EQ could be good for. But yeah. I will say, I have the RME right here, and I've messed with EQ with it, um, the ADI two, um, and uh, it's just it's they're really cool, and if you really are into it, it's really a great little device for that. And you can yeah. like uh, save for each headphone profiles and stuff. I'm just lazy, and it takes a lot of time to do that. And so I tend <laughs> to just be like, eh. yeah, because <laughs> it's a little well, bit. And it's it's a learning experience. You have to really learn the, the the way that everything works with it. And I can do it now, and I can do it pretty quickly now when I want to. Like so, whenever like you guys post your EQ stuff, I can quickly yeah. go in and go okay, but but and I just you know it's like it's crazy. I feel like a DJ when I'm doing it. So like, it's such a weird. It's just <laughs> that's the they way have it to works. Make EQ controls is yeah. like a DJ. <laughs> it, it is weird because there's like the knobs you yeah. have to like press and spin and press and spin to get to the different little things, yeah. and like it's. And so it's, yeah. it's it's not it's it's a little bit of a learning curve to like learn how to man, like uh, manage the the um, how you go through the systems and menus and stuff. But uh, yeah. once you do, you can get it pretty decent, and, and it's it's fun. It's definitely cool for that, and you can really dial in the the EQ on yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, but the the one thing that that really does worry me with EQ and Odyssey and you know well many headphones, but largely Odyssey and largely planars, is that there is both unit variation and with Odyssey in particular, there's revisions that like. You don't know, like, for example, the early 2020 LCDX that I have here doesn't measure like the ones from before that, that without the mesh, like this has the mesh grill on it. Mm -hmm. And the ones before that, they actually, it actually has some upper mid presence there. So it's not as like ridiculously, you know, mm. subdued. So my EQ profile for the LCDX for this one isn't applicable to anybody who has an older one or potentially a newer one. We don't know what's going to happen in the future either. <laughs> right. So, and, and this was the thing I found with the LCDXC as well and their reveal plus. The Reveal Plus is not at all applicable to the LCD XC because I think it was applicable for an older revision, wow. you know, and they, it just hasn't been updated for the newer one. So, yeah, like, across, how do you... Across the board, Odyssey had, like, a 2016 driver update, and I don't yeah, think that's, yeah. that's made clear enough sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I always worry about that when I'm recommending an EQ profile, even though, like, for Odyssey, it's like, you can take it. it, it yeah, the EQ is fine, but I, that's, I think you got to do it kind of by yourself for... You know, by ear and and you know listen to the headphone while you're doing it because otherwise you know maybe it's a unit you know variation thing or maybe it's a revision thing and you or don't even, really know even your chain's different than their chain or, I mean, or the there's, chain yeah like there's yeah. there's all sorts of factors that can come into play with that i think like you, yeah. you nailed it like take take someone else's eq profile for instance like you said and then then tweak it from there to your preference like that's yeah yeah um yeah i think that the best way to use the eq is just a sort of a lose very loose baseline yeah. just then just mm -hmm. eq however you want to preference whatever fits your yeah you know, your setup best your years and like for any of the ones where i have been like more specific with my like filters and or there's more filters or anything like that or the narrow key values that's only for the unit that i have on hand and not necessarily for different revisions so mm -hmm. um and, yeah it's and like a... it's and it works and i think that's i think that's people i think sometimes people forget that that's like we're all individuals, guys. Don't yeah. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, unless in, I think you need to have that aspect of what I like to say is like, find your, 
find people that align with your preferences as close as possible. So like um, if you if you had the same headphones that, that um, Resolves listen to or Chronos listen to and, and you've aligned with their thought processes on that, that mm-hmm. gives you a better understanding of what they're talking about and, and you can kind of align better with, with what yeah. they're saying about other things that you haven't heard and so you can get a better and so that's what i think people sometimes forget about it's like make yeah. sure that it's aligning with your experiences too because it's it, who knows you know so maybe it's a you, weird maybe you hobby. really like beats headphones <laughs> yeah maybe you really <laughs> love beats. or the cascade <laughs> is your jam jam you know yeah um, exactly someone asked about the uh ananda and i have it sitting up there i can grab it real quick if they're if they want and i can try it but i think you guys have uh do you still have the ananda but anyways i don't i don't have it anymore, um but the, i have it with me it's right here but well we can't see you chrono well imagine <laughs> that i am holding up an ananda in front of my imaginary camera and saying this is a hi-fi man ananda it, it's sort of a different colored version of this yeah perfect okay so. with the worst headband or the worst headband, yeah. yeah. And so the, uh, the the question is, is how is that with glasses? Since we all wear glasses, I think, right? Chrono, do you, you wear glasses too? Yeah. So like, um, that. uh, uh, glasses. do you not wear glasses? Nope. Oh my gosh. So I can give a bit of a answer to that because yeah. with these Hi-Fi Man headphones, they're, uh, the tuning is based on the, on the coupling uh, mm-hmm. to the side of the head. And when you, you can test this even if you don't wear glasses and you have one of these and you just sort of pull it slightly away from your head. For all these hi-fi man headphones, the bass goes goes way up. Mm-hmm. So when you wear glasses, um, if you have glasses with thick sides, that's you're going to get a little more bass there out of these, <laughs> which is counterintuitive because you normally think when you break the seal that you lose bass, but because of the way that these are tuned with the, with the coupling, yeah, uh, you gain bass when you, <laughs> when you uh, have glasses. Um, with these ones that I have here that are like really, really thin uh, on the sides, it's not going to change that much, if at all. Um, um, but actually, I, I, I at one point did measure this and found that the base went up too. Well, so. well, there's a Kren, I think it was Kren, maybe it was Trongu. One of those guys did yeah. the, the mod. Yeah, they modded with the, the, yeah, the and then Android did it too, where they, they, it's where they, I think it's they push it forward a little bit, right? Is yeah, that what they, happens? Yeah, yeah, like it, exactly. It, it, it's, it does they open this. it up like this. Here, I'll show you. Kind of looks so like a like, flap or something like that. Yeah, kind of like it, the backs kind of open up. Or they, is it forward? Op- the forward open it. Part? No, no, it's 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 forward like this. Okay, so like so that. they they do kind of like the wing mm-hmm. thing. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, similar to like the K. The, the SR one A's or the K one thousand or whatever. Yeah, whatever that AKG. that one was. Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> it's called the the yeah. It's he did it with HE one thousand S HE HE one thousand V one. That's Crin did. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Android did it with, did it with the uh, the Aria. Yeah. And that gives you way more bass. Um. Now Crin tells me that you get dynamics as well, but I, I'd have to try that because like and that'd be really interesting because like that's one of the drawbacks for these egg shaped hi fi man planers is that mm-hmm. you know you don't get the same dynamics. Uh, so and, I'd be and, curious about that. And Elric, I, I have not sung any Barry White songs yet. Um, yet, I don't, I don't think <laughs> that my uh, my my uh, my my chops are ready for that. I need to I need to go Ooh. back and listen to some more Barry White and get some of his songs memorized. If you're waiting can. for that segment, <laughs> uh, there was somebody who was talking about in one of the the threads on the forum was uh, why do all the YouTubers sound like you know super awesome and and whatever, and, and then the <laughs> joke was Barry White. So. Oh, um. <laughs> uh, here, here's the question. Do, do you think Borealis is a legitimate option for someone wanting something with dynamics but can't shell out for an Alex? Aren't they? Isn't, isn't the Alex cheaper? Yeah, yeah I don't cheaper. get that. The Alex is cheaper. 
supposed yeah. to. Yeah, so, maybe uh, he means a clear, because that's clear. really like yeah, yeah. Like I would take the clear over the borealis. I think it's just a straight up better headphone, but the like for for uh, detail and stuff like that. But the dynamics are pretty close. Like the the borealis is a punchy boy. <laughs> oh, uh, sleepy rhythms from the forum. Uh, he has the elex and the clear now, I think. But he just got the um, euphoria echo. Oh, cool. Uh, the tube amp, little tube amp. Yeah, and, the uh, Felix Audio. Felix Audio uh, yeah. Echo, yeah. And so I really want to try those. I do too. And they're yeah. actually not that expensive. I was actually, no. I was like, holy crap. Um, but he was saying, I was chatting with him, and he was saying that the Elex is actually better with it, and it actually makes the Elex a more enjoyable headphone, like more, like he actually prefers. Well, that it would make sense because if you're using it on a tube amp, mm -hmm. you're gonna lose a bit of the treble. It's going to soften it's, the treble, not lose necessarily, but soften the yeah. treble, and you might lose a little bit of the bass. And the one thing with the Alex is that it's got more treble, like the treble is a little too intense there yeah. compared to the clear. And even though it's pretty similar for the overall like curve, it's there's just more of it, mm -hmm. uh, at least from what I've seen for measurements. And so with the clear on a tube amp, you may lose too much, With mm -hmm. whereas with the Alex... You wouldn't, so you'd get more of that crispness on the Alex there. On on, a, it depends on how the tube amp works, though, because there's yeah. some tube amps that don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> <So>. yeah, like. <laughs> but so that the, I, that would make a certain amount of sense. I can see that if you're keying in on that, and then you get more, like when it changes, and you get more clarity, let's say, as a result, mm -hmm. then yeah, I could see I, that. And it, yeah, and you saying, and I was trying to think, like, because I, I have the KNHA1A Mark II here, which has that mm -hmm. where you can change the. Um, That's the boat. The, the boat one, yeah, yeah, one. The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, with the cool porthole and the wood, faux wood, uh, red wood thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember using the, I didn't like the clear on it. I didn't like, uh, I think I did use the Elex with it a bunch though. And at the yeah. time I didn't really pay attention to it, but I think that makes sense now. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, I need to try those Felix Audio ones. If anybody <laughs> knows the guys from Felix Audio, tell them to <laughs> hook me up and I'll do a review. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, I want to because it's hard. Too. It's impossible to get them in Canada. Like, I mean, you can, but it's like they're it's ridiculous. a nightmare for yeah. <laughs> Important because they're coming all the way from Europe, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Although maybe that's changed because I know Canada has some sort of like trade agreement with uh, European countries now, but I'm not sure. Um, I want the one I've always wanted to try is the, is the Elise, the Elise uh, or the Euphoria, yeah. the Elise and Euphoria. Yeah, both of those. Nice. Um, nice. But the Elise was always the one that was in my price range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so fun, fun, random thought. Uh, let's see here. Um, what do you guys think is the most value for money price range these days? Am I right to say it's 1000 to wait 1k to 1.2k? I own headphones from 3000 to 300 to 3000. I would, this is a really good question, I think, because I, it has changed. It has changed. I, think, but I, I have, I have, I have thoughts on this too. So let's, let's, and, and you, you ask, go, go first and uh, we'll go through the line. Yeah. I think um, if you, so obviously the most value, like mm -hmm. the best value bracket is going to be $350, $220 to $350 with either the HD6XX yeah. yes. or the HiFiMen Sundara because they're so much better than everything underneath it, mm -hmm. like categorically better, right? And then all, I mean, for open back at least. Yeah. And then they, they, you know, you could go up to like $700 and find people who still prefer both of the both of those ones right so that's a really good value bracket there category um i weirdly think that like there are th like three tiers of you know technical performance 
and above this mm -hmm. there's that range and then there's or three tiers in general there's that range there with like the sandara and the uh, and the uh hd6xx then there's the like one thousand to two thousand dollar price bracket mm -hmm. where you have the focal clear and the hd800s and you have the aria and the lcdx and all these that's that's already a big step up yeah it's pretty that's where that step. step up starts to really matter i think mm -hmm. And you could maybe throw in some of the 899 headphones in there too, like the, you know, the Aeon 2 for detail and stuff, maybe. But you get the idea. Like that range is, is, uh, that's where the, the biggest step up happens from the $350 <laughs> headphones. And then from there, there's it like, it, it feels like there's this sort of nebulous, like you don't really know about pricing, yeah. uh, and performance above $2,000 between 2000 and 4000. Because yeah. at four thousand, you get the next sort of summit tier where it's like, holy moly! Like this is a yeah. big difference yet again, and that's but where I your think LCD you get more fours niche too, and... though, as you get up to yeah. those higher price points. Sorry, Go ahead. yeah, <laughs> but you're but for for not all of them, I should say, not, not all because like the Empyrean is not on the level of like the LCD four or the HE one thousand SE or the Susvara or you know okay. D eight thousand Pro. But at that crazy level, you know. You, you have the next tier. You can even in dynamic drivers like Focal Utopia and stuff like that. So I, I really do think like the three tier thing is the way to look at like where your value, you know, benchmarks mm -hmm. are. And like if you're getting something that's like 20, I mean, there are exceptions to this, right? Because like I think there's yeah, like the Verite out there and, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But but um, for overall, you know, value, I think it's worth looking at it in a three tiered kind of way. No, I actually, I agree actually a lot with that, actually. Chrono, what do you uh, think? Yeah, Chrono. We lost him. No, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> what do you think? The 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 value. What's the best? Like the basically like the. I guess really the question is what's the best value, right? I, I agree with it. Having you need to look at it in three separate things. But what's your current viewpoint on that? Like, what's the, where's the the best value in the 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 space right now? I think um, I think I have to agree with the three tier system. <laughs> per se. <laughs> I think that the, like anything under a thousand, not, not under a thousand, sorry, I should say more like, I think under $700 for me, the um, 6XX and those are pretty hard to beat. Mm -hmm. I feel like you get quite a bit of sound from those two, especially yeah. in their price range. Mm -hmm. And if you consider the scalability of the Forever 6XX. Scalability. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing out of the Fonitor X. Like yeah. it's just it's it's. But of course, then it's like you could spend that money on a headphone. <laughs> and then I think the next biggest step would be, I think probably around like fifteen hundred dollars, somewhere on in that ballpark. You know, the stuff like the Aria HD eight hundred. Yeah, the X. That's a significant step. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, the HD eight hundred is to, even good. even from the LCD two, which I you know. I, I really like and I love its technical performance. I was like, yeah, man, uh, the HD 100 is something else. So I feel like at that at that price range, those are a new sort of benchmark. Mm -hmm. And then I haven't tried the four thousand dollar stuff, but considering that some of the comments I see online, I'm guessing that that's where there's yet another step yeah. in the chain of. Well, we'll know. make sure you you get to try that out at some point. <laughs> Because that, I mean, that's the thing on. that I find is that it's such a big deal for describing the differences in detail and stuff like that. When you've heard some of the crazy nanoscale planars, or mm -hmm. you know, you hear the Focal Utopia, you'll yeah, I mean, you'll you'll get a chance to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Honestly, even the treble and mids of the of the SR1A, like that's right up there with those as well. I mm -hmm. think. 
um, for detail at least. Um, I think the uh, yeah, and I, I agree with that. State, those statements. I think for uh, I always say this to people all the time is like for me, I think the, the as far as to pick a for most normal audio files, like an in-game range would be the one to two thousand range. I think that's yeah, it, that's most people's in-game total headphone range. That I would agree. If you yep. hit that, you to stop and be happy. Like so, I, I always say like the my top picks are always going to be um, currently my top picks would be the Aeolus clears and probably not i haven't heard them but based on what everyone else says probably for planar would probably be the aria just because of all the people yeah. i know and respect in the in this in the space recommend those over everything else so um, i'd probably be those three and that would be mostly based on your preference right so if you you like a more warm lush or like a more uh, smooth sound probably go with the Aeolus. if you like a more crisp and like kind of like very clear sound Go with clear. Um, yeah. No. Punchy and, sound, man. I mean, Dynamics. I mean, I that one in my review as well. And then uh, yeah. for the Aria, I'm assuming because I haven't heard it, so I'm just spitting out my 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 mouth hole now. But uh, I would assume kind of similar to the like HD 800 even. So that'd be another yeah, one. I would say as another op- option. Yeah. Another reason I didn't say HD 800 because the Aria's there, but it'd be like that wide sound stage with that very yeah. um, spacious and imaging and, and very yeah. uh, unique character that way. Um, I, I think it also depends on the genres that you like. And I know this is controversial because Sean Olive out there is like, no, it's all got to be the same. But He doesn't like but, your name. No. no. <laughs> uh, but but if you know, I, I really do think it matters, not just for to- tonal balance, but also for other aspects. Oh, yeah. Like all those hi-fi man headphones, like the egg-shaped ones, are fantastic for classical music and mm-hmm. jazz music and that kind of stuff. And they're not as fun for pop and rock and metal. Yes, you, they're fine for them, but I, I find that I prefer something with really good dynamics for those genres. And that's where the Focal Clear and like the LCD XC mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff comes in yeah. where it's like really punchy and has a lot of fun impact. And then, uh, yeah, like anything. I mean, I've recently been going down the like nostalgia rabbit hole with like, you know, a lot of the metal that I used to listen to. Oh, it's and, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of stuff with like, you know, double bass kick drums and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's amazing how well the Odyssey headphones are oh, handle. You know, they don't fall, you know, they don't fall apart and they're so articulate in the mm-hmm. in the bass. Um, it's just a ton of fun. So, yeah, I I, yeah it, it, to me it depends on the genre. That's um, why you need well. more than one headphone at the end of the day. Completely agree. Yeah, I, I actually support the the different genre pairing thing. Yeah. Um, like for me sometimes like overall I think I I would gravitate towards like the Sandara because I, I think that they perform really well overall. Yeah. But if I'm listening to rock, I don't think I could get away from something from the 600 series. Is that that mid range is just so full yeah. for like electric guitars, and they have just the right Biden presence. So yeah, yeah, I know what Until you mean. Until you hear something else. Yeah. Well, the mid range. Well, it's not. It's well, that's not. I don't feel like that's tied to performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like that would be is this the just the tuning, just the, tuning. the actual yeah. tuning, just sounds yeah. so like you know. For guitars, it's just needy. But if I if I had to choose something different, it would be definitely the clear because the clear also has an amazing mid range. So I, for the music I listen to, I love it. I have a question for both of you, kind of similar to that. Um, if you, um, for all of us who are like scrutinizing measurements and stuff like that, when we're looking at the measurements, we're not looking at necessarily the technical performance. No. But there's a lot of headphones out there that in the higher end stuff that. I think get away with a let's say suboptimal, <laughs> depending on who you are, to uh, tonality and frequency response, 
and are still really fun to listen to because of how crazy good their technical ability is in one area or another. I would even potentially put the HD800S into that category because for some genres, it's, it's like just shrill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's a bit of shrillness there. And but you 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 tend to ignore it because of how crazy good the soundstage and the the detail and all this stuff is, and so what I would, would ask both of you guys maybe let's start with Tyler but how like, f for overall like um, things that you care about mm -hmm. uh, how how highly does technical performance rank versus tonal balance and like your you know tonality preference. Um, so for me, like I, I, one of the things I enjoy with headphones and a lot of my other hobbies too, is the, like the unique character of something. And yeah. so it does, to me, it does matter a lot. Like, so for instance, like you mentioned, AC hundred is a perfect example of that, where, uh, I was like, was one of my first wow moments in the headphone mm -hmm. space was hearing an AC hundred, um, and hearing that huge wide sound stage and, yeah. and the, the, the treble and like the, the imaging. And it was just it was just whoa like hearing things like never thought i would hear in the headphone yeah. um and then another one was when i paired it with my bottlehead track was another big because then it brought a lot of the stuff that was missing from it as a standard headphone back up but uh, right um but i think for me yes I, I, I will i'll find like a unique character like so for instance if it's super um good dynamics or if it's very you know if there's a very unique character about it that's giving me something that other headphones don't i will mm -hmm. i will pick that over tonal balance a lot of times so, yeah. um, but I do, I mean, I definitely have, I think everyone knows at this stage that I'm, I'm a bit of a ZMF, uh, a, a addict. So, uh, that is my, probably my preferred like profile or signature. Just for headphones. somewhat downsloped. Kind I would of like to have that label too. Soon yeah. enough. <laughs> Soon. 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 But, uh, yeah. And then, um, oh, for instance, actually another one is SR1A. So that's another one that, um, I really enjoy that one just cause it's so unique and it's such a crazy experience right. to listen to it um yeah. that's another one that i would say like so it's it might not necessarily meet my exact preference which i mean if you look at the sr1a versus the zmf you could it's very know. different yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um but the technical capabilities of it is fantastic and it's like it's yeah. hard to get away from that so um yeah I, I would say for me I, I i do gravitate i have a preference for sure for tonal balance and like the and and, and what have you but i do think i i do i will kind of deviate from that for a specific characteristic yeah Chrono? that one's tough man what's that that one's tough i'm trying to think because oh. like <laughs> after hearing just, like that was his answer it, it was the, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it that's it next <laughs> sorry 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 um i'm thinking wait hold up because, like, it was classes. a very oh. brief impression of the HD 100, as we all know. Mm. The storied um, impression. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But for me, I was like, wow. That clarity. I was like, mm. is that what I prefer? Because at the same time, it's like, I listen to the clear, especially after EQ. is you know, very uh, warm and inviting sound. It has a, a tonal balance after EQ that I really enjoy. It also has the dynamic, especially in the low end, you know. But then... It's like, what do I prefer? Like the tonality, the clarity. I think comfort is starting to become a bigger one for me because you know I have uh, head problems. <laughs> so uh, we all have head problems. So. <laughs> you should probably clarify that a, li a little bit there. Uh, yeah, so head basically head. Uh, mental issues. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. Had so I'll, I'll, yeah. 
So basically, uh, things like the clear, like that's a struggle yeah. to fit for me. Right. right. Whereas the HD 100, it's like it's like a light, a nice cloud. Even even though the my head. clear made it onto my most comfortable headphones list. <laughs> well, yeah. you did put the disclaimer that for people with bigger heads. Yeah. Yeah. But I know what like, you're talking oh, about. It's you remembered yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it, it has that thing me. with the, with the, the little nitpick <laughs> section there. Yeah, with the little <laughs> that mechanism that it has, I can yeah. feel it like start pulling up, and it's just uncomfortable, and it's just mm -hmm. and it doesn't sit right and it's just like yeah so yeah so even though i love the clear the, the comfort is a bigger factor enough to where i think like if i were to choose a headphone in that price range i would go with the hd 100 solely right. based on comfort even though i find the overall tonality after eq and the dynamics yeah better on the clear yeah i think um, though with that someone mentions the hd 100 has some cool tricks but it's too unnatural for me and if, if the HD 100 is unnatural for you um, and you have a tube amp, that would probably help with that. I think that's one mm, thing. That, that was my other wow moment with HD 100 was yeah. everything that was the that kind of, I didn't really think it was unnatural, but it was definitely elevated yeah. imaging. And yeah, yeah, I guess it's pretty, it's, it's, it's a little definitely, shrill. <laughs> yeah, like it, it pushes in one direction more than another. But I would yeah. say, yeah, you add the HD the 100 to tubes, especially like the bottlehead crack style or an OTL style. And it's, it's a, there's a weird synergy there, man. Like it's like, I call it the magic, but it's, it's, it has a, it's crazy how yeah. that changes the, the profile. I mean, it's still wide, it's super imagey. It's just like, it just fills it out and gives it a little more um, proper character, I think, which I'm, I'm actually, I need to talk to Taryn about this, but I'm going to send this out, I think, to uh, Chrono to play with. Okay. And then once Chrono gets it, I, I, might, I might have him ship it back up to you. Um, yeah. Uh, you see I, how it goes I'll, with the Verite. Yeah. Actually, I, I really enjoy it. Don't The low Z sucks on it, in my yeah, opinion, okay. uh, but the high Z is great. Um, and I'll, I'll even leave a little skull knobby on there for you guys to play with. <laughs> nice. Nice. But, uh, Gotta yeah, love she, that. Uh, Rock and roll's full. But... Yeah. I want to just get back to that question about the uh, technical performance versus uh, tonal balance thing. The reason why I brought this up was because I think if you like look at what is traditionally a really good tuning, I don't know if there's anything better than the Sundara, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I mean, maybe the Ananda. And then, and then if you go into the high end, I think the clears and the Otur, I don't I'd have to measure the Otur, but like the clear is probably the closest to like and actually you know the utopia I, sh I should say is probably pretty normal as well but like for tonal balance i think you know it, that's already been achieved in the low end mm -hmm. right and then you know as you go up into the crazy high end stuff it's it's less that's about really that much. yeah and it's more about the, the technical performance mm -hmm. and the you know where uh, crazy performances yeah 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 a detail or slam or whatever soundstage for the aria that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so like and HD 800 as well. So in, in my mind, uh, I actually do think that we should be valuing the technical performance at least as much. I mean, yes, it, like uh, it has to be at least a, a certain good, you know, tonal balance there to sound good. But, uh, you know, as long as it's reasonably close, the technical performance is really what is making the difference there for uh, in, in those different categories that we talked about earlier, you know, the different sort of tiers for, for performance. And, uh, you know, I, I wish there was an easy way to like visually represent that, <laughs> but there's not. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange mix. 
but at least with I think with tonal balance, you can play around with it a bit more. It's a bit more flexible. You know, you yeah. can play around with different chains. Uh, there's also EQ. Yeah. I think uh, Tyler, you mentioned somebody. I think it was on the live last stream. Somebody who mm. built their entire setup pretty much oh, yeah. perfectly around their LCD too. He had a 300K and 300B amp, and he, he I think it was 300B, and he built all. He specifically chose the tubes for specifically the headphone he had. So mm -hmm. he. And the DAC, I mean, he, yeah, LCD three is what it was. Oh, LCD three. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, I can see that. Um, but see, to me, even if you don't EQ, I think the technical performance stuff is more interesting because, again, as long as it's reasonably close, right? As long as it's not super weird with like that was the thing with like you know whether or not it has a rise there at one k. Like if it does, okay, we're we're in we're in business. <laughs> as long as it's not ridiculously weird. Um, the the yeah right but the technical performance i think matters more because um even if you don't eq because our brains will eventually normalize the sound signature that it's receiving like eventually you'll I mean, again within reason like within the tolerances but the tolerances for our brain's ability to normalize this stuff is surprising but what you always still get to enjoy to a larger degree is the you know dynamics right or the engaging qualities or the, the clarity detail, or the clarity right all mm -hmm. that stuff yeah the image clarity um you know it, I, I do think it normalizes that as well to a certain extent but you know uh, uh, that's still more fun that's still more what contributes to the fun aspects of it i think yeah um so i'm gonna because and, and and like that's the other thing is like if you're swapping between headphones like if you're constantly like all right this one sounds more clear and then you go to another one okay not as clear like that if you're doing that you're giving you're getting a relative impression of how it is relative to other headphones which is super valuable but for anybody who's listened to that same headphone for like an hour you know it, it the fact that it's it's more clear or better than these other headphones is no longer the salient thing or it's no longer the most interesting thing about it whereas if it's you're evaluating dynamics or detail or soundstage those elements are still there regardless so those elements are the more interesting and more engaging things i think um, and that's why, like, when, you know, people come up with their tier list that's based strictly on tonal balance, like, or maybe you see, like, uh, the, the the ratings uh, uh, scores and stuff scores, like that. Yeah. It's based strictly on, you know, frequency response and tonal balance. As, as valuable as that is, and, and as good as that is, I don't think that's as significant when you think about the fact that, you know, all these different other categories for detail and punch and slam and soundstage are the things that are ultimately going to you know be be what's most enjoyable about the headphones you know over long periods of time when you're listening to it and your brain sort of normalize the sound signature mm. um, anyways that was my rant tangent no, tangent no, over good. <laughs> uh i think that's and it's very accurate too like it's, it's one of those things especially you know with you as you tear up too um but uh, so uh, real quick, there's a couple questions in here. Um, sure, yeah, let's get into the more of the questions uh, yeah, here. Towards the end, and I just wanted to jump in. Uh, one of them was uh, tube amps. Do they cause crossfeed built into them? No, they don't have crossfeed built into them. I think it's just part of the magic of a tube. They give a very holographic yeah. kind of imaging yeah. just by themselves. Um, so that's why it's like it's like it's like if your normal listening like with your solid state is like here, the tube amp gives you like here but then it also gives you depth yeah. for you know this this range right yeah it does this like so, it's like <laughs> yeah things pop out differently yeah. yeah 
Um, let's see here. The next one was quick firing these a little bit. Uh, DT1990 broke. Um, is the Sundara a good alternative? Uh, I mean, if you're breaking of... your DT1990, I don't know if the Sundara is going to hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Depends what you're doing. <laughs> Rustling cattle with them. <laughs> Yeah, DT9, yeah, that's a fair point. Like, DT1990s are pretty sturdy little beasts, man. Yeah, it's a um, bit of a tank. But uh, he asked if the, a little less jumping around frequency response with the Sundara, would that have less jumping around? I'm assuming he's talking about the treble peaks. Um, Is he jumping around? I don't think. Maybe he's jumping around. I don't know. I don't know. Max, let us know. Um, the Sundara is one of the best measuring, if not the best measuring headphone out there. At least the current revision. Again, this is this whole revision thing that I get in trouble for. But <laughs> it's it really like, like I don't know if there's... A, I mean, it's not the smoothest frequency response. There's a, like some of the planar kind of jaggedness that, that shows up. And I was talking to Matt Economist about that a while ago. But... Um, but for overall, like getting close to the target, it's one of the very best out there. Um, mm -hmm. I, in fact, I think overall, like if we had some sort of index score, like ratings, I think that's still the best. I don't know if there's anything that gets closer to the target than that one. Um, um so yeah, just, I, I, yeah, the Sundara definitely does pretty well when you compare it to the Harman curve. I just think, uh, I just wish it had slightly less of a dip at 1.5k that's the yeah it's a little bit which is funny because that was in the previous version where it was elevated so you know Fair <laughs> and and then the next one is a kind of an interesting one because they ask if you if any one of you if any one of you go is going i'm assuming is going to spend over three thousand dollars on a headphone so a headphone alone i'm assuming mm -hmm. uh which one would you get and so i've already done that so that's over three thousand or just three thousand uh, it, it says because over three thousand. So that because then we can just all say Sasfara and then and go just, home. Yeah, because really, <laughs> oh, there's not much wow. in that space. Yeah, right? Or Sisfara, you are right? the Utopia, right? Well, or no, Utopia, yeah. But I mean, and then you, I mean, that's really like those are definitely Sasfara, but the Utopia you can get usually pretty regularly below the four thousand. I I think Sasfara you can get for like four like thousand five, two, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, um yeah, so it on my head. But I'd want a new one. I want a new one. Um, I want to use one. I want a well, brand new the, one. Even the new ones, I, a lot of times I've seen them dip uh, occasionally yeah. in there, but nothing. Uh, yeah. If it's right at 3,000, um, I have a controversial answer for you, but it's a fun one. And it's actually the Focal Stelia. Oh, yeah. Because, I, well, I, I would have said actually the ZMF Ferrite, and then you just EQ and stuff <laughs> like that. But I think the Focal Stelia, um, because it's really comfortable That's fantastic. Uh, as well. And it's closed back, comfortable. I mean, yeah, maybe it's a bit base focused, but I, I don't know. I, I like it. It's like got it great detail. Utopia. So um, <laughs> it's a bit more fun in the base yeah. than the Utopia. And they got good punch. So Focal Stelia would be probably my $3,000 pick. Either that or, yeah, the Verite closed. Uh, um, well, I mean, it's under three, though. So, well, this is it's under three. Case. I know, yeah. It's so I know he asked for 3000 Like, it's, I mean, these are. The, the, yeah. Purple. I need to, I need to still. Get a chance to review them, but I haven't I haven't tried anything above three thousand dollars, so I can't here. comment. I'm trying to think, yeah. uh, so I'd say the Steli for me, yeah. So the SR1A is definitely one, but then the thing with SR1A though is you have to get a specific amp for it, so that adds to the cost of it as well. Um, yeah. And then... you know, I, I gotta say though, I, I, just to interject here a little mm -hmm. bit, the the DMS modded Diana Phi. Oh, there you go. Man, oh man, like that is. As much as like I, you know, the tuning is mm -hmm. it's got that shimmering thing at 10k hertz, and that was pretty critical there. Like 
for the comfort and the weight and the fact that it's a single-sided lightweight planar magnetic headphone the amount of detail and dynamics and all that stuff that it has is nuts and when you can when you fix the, t the tonal balance there with the treble and some of the weirdness in the mids it's glorious and nothing else does that kind of comfort with performance at that level like it's super unique maybe the maybe this is far is the only other one I would yeah. say another one would be the the, the Abyss Phi, the latest one. Is it TC? Oh, the AB1266 TC. Yeah. So AB1266 Phi TC. Phi TC, yeah. That's a, for everyone that, but they, I think they're due to have another one soon, eventually, potentially. I, they always uh, are they updating always, and yeah, yeah, revisions and stuff. Those are fantastic, but those are so finicky to get right on your yeah, head. You have to get them so perfect on your head to get them to sound yeah. perfect. You, um, you have to like have somebody hold them hold, here yeah, and, and then you, walk into them. <laughs> <laughs> and then they and then they do the little just and the, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they come are, with the butler. You, the know, butler. you buy the headphones and you get the, the you get the you get DMS. Butler. DMS, DMS is sculpt. there. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why they hired. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> headphone so. butler. I mean, he did it. He already did it for Linus. Yeah. So I mean, uh, he set. Uh, he did it for me when I was at uh, oh, at Can Jam. He's, so he's, yeah, he he, he did the, the adjustment for me and everything. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So DMS. He is. The, uh, he's the he's the headphone he's, butler. He's the headphone butler. <laughs> I love that. It's the new nickname, DMS, uh, the headphone butler. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are that would be another one. Those are slammy. Those are extremely slam slam. Yeah, um, yeah, and the honestly, the Phi was was pretty. It had good dynamics as well. Like. Again, with the DMS pads, because you can't like the the old like the V2 pads help a bit, but mm. the, the the DMS pads are the way to go for that. Fair, fair. Um, oh, there's a question um, about the LCD two. Oh yeah, this is okay. Sorry. Take it away, Chrono. <laughs> Do you find the LCD two phaser really worth the extra two hundred dollars over the LCD two C? And less than a thousand dollars, what do you recommend? Well, they kind of nailed that. I think these two are going to say the Sandara. No, no, no. The Ananda. No, I, <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, well oh, but no, your, your, your comment about the LCD 2F over the LCD 2 Classic. Oh, way worth it. Way worth it. Easily worth LCD it, right? 2. Yeah. That'd yeah, be no, my, I, yeah. I, I, um, I, I almost, it's just so, they're so different in technical performance. At least that is what it sounded like to me. Like they yeah. just, they just, it, to me, it, it just, the LCD 2C was almost, barely representative of the technical performance of the LCD2, which I don't know, maybe maybe I'm blowing it over out of proportion, but to me it just sounded like the LCD2 F yeah. was a lot clearer, better imaging, about the same sound stage, better dynamics. But really that's the only difference is the phaser and non phaser like one has the phaser and the other one doesn't, right? Yeah, that's why I was so surprised that they they sound so different to me. And they were both 2020 models. Yeah. So so probably well but it's not that much more expensive right it's 200 dollars for the lcd 2f more so that's a thousand dollars and then it's like 800 bucks for the classic right yeah and with the f you also get the hard shell whoever all like the you know the pelican stock is mm -hmm. yeah you that with the gx though too though like that's brilliant yeah i was gonna say the gx is also another great option 800 bucks you get the case and you get 900, if, 900, bucks. Is it 900 if, bucks if you're yeah. yeah i think it is if you're comfortable doing eq yeah. Do you go with the LCD 2F over the LCD GX? That's tough. I, I personally, uh, my, I have limited experience with the 2F, but I personally think the GX is a smoother, easier to drive. And well, it's lighter, lighter and com more comfortable. Yeah, more comfortable. <laughs> so I guess that's yeah, not really fair. Yeah, like it's it's, it's, it's more comfortable. I think it's a lot more normal out of the box. Yeah, it's nicer Actually, looking yeah, too. Yeah, sounds very good. That smooth um, cup size. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, the magnesium chest. <laughs> 
The red is but, hit or but miss, for, but whatever. I but for technical performance, the, LCD 2F. Yeah, yeah. LCD 2F yeah. for technical performance. What, what's the weight like on the LCD 2F? It's not that much heavier than the Ninji X. I mean, it's 130 grams, about. Not heavier? too much heavier. Heavier, yeah. 32 grams heavier. That, 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 that's <laughs> potentially make or break if it's yeah. like taking it from 450 grams to, to like five, 600 grams. Yeah. That's, no, I think it's that's four, enough for me to go. Four, seven, no. 470 to 595, somewhere around that's that. still... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's hefty, but... Well, we're already talking about hefty headphones. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. not the biggest jump. It's not it's not from it's not from LCD GX to LCD X, which is seven hundred grams. That is yeah, that's a different b- bigger jump. Yeah. yeah. Although I have to still weigh the LCD X tw- early twenty twenty and see if because I don't have one of those little. I have my regular scale, which always tells me that I'm going the wrong direction for my own weight. But the the, the, the I need a little scale that I can weigh headphones uh, on. The, um, the, the more sensitive 20. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? That's <laughs> never mind heavy headphones, jeez. But but yeah, I need to measure this LCDX because apparently there's some variance in terms of when the with the revisions, there's variance in terms of the weight as well. So well. it might not actually be the 700 grams that's listed in some places. It might actually be the 635 grams, which is that's a that's enough of a difference there. I was thinking about that earlier with the LCDXC as well because the LCDXC surprisingly with the maple is listed at 690 grams. I was thinking, well, it's not really any different from the LCDX if it's listed at 700 grams. But then it might actually be 635 grams. So there's, it, there's a bit of a variation there as well. It's worth keeping in mind. And that, that's enough. That's mm-hmm. enough of a difference there, I think. 635 is tolerable. 700 is not. <laughs> uh, so at, real quick, uh, one headphone. Each of us get to pick one under $1,000. Andrew. Oh man, putting me on the spot. Uh, you have more experience in Chrono, so he has a he can he can... like like including a thousand dollars up to a thousand dollars, yeah, and up to and including a thousand, uh, yeah, up to and including a thousand. Uh, probably the LCD two F. Okay. But I mean, I was gonna say Sundara, but I think yeah, LCD two F. You're also jumping in, pro- yeah, so you can get some options. Yeah, in there. yeah, Chrono. Sorry, I'm really boring. So LCD two F. It just gets really close to the uh, <laughs> to the clear and technical performance after EQ. So yeah, uh, so, yeah. Was... If Metal Five Seven One's in the chat, he's gonna be like, "My boys are here." What is it? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think he, he'll he, watch he, this afterwards. He'd moon us and right. show us his Odyssey tattoo on his butt. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Please no. <laughs> uh, I, so I'm going to go a different route, and I would say, um, I guess it has to be new though, right? Brand new. So I'm going to say brand new. I, I'd actually go with the uh, the Elex, to be honest, mm. just because yeah. I, I think that's a fun one. Um, or a Lear with the or a Lear with uh, yeah, clear with pads clear or even pad. like the Utopia pads or something. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a very good choice. So yeah, because that's, that's that I see they don't have the bundle anymore. No, but they they but when they had. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what Ooh. the stock levels are. No, like actually, I would go with because uh, every year they do it. The clear when it does the nine hundred dollars sale. Oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They I, do every year. They do the nine hundred dollars sale for the clear. Yeah, right? I and I've seen some places where the clear professional is only like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, that's um, that's pretty tempting. Yeah, 
And I like the red too. You yeah, got I love it. So actually, black if, I, and if red, I get a clear again, great. it'll be the yeah. professionals because they just yeah. And then on top, they have that really nice coil cable that they come with. So do they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, well, that's they, better they, than the, the cable is a lot <laughs> better. More professional. Yeah. Professionals. Um, yeah. And then there's another question. So real quick, I wanted to answer this gentleman's question. He asked uh, the difference between actually you can talk about this too, um, Andrew. Um, the ZMF price range from fifteen hundred dollars ZMFs and below to the jump to the Verites Verite. and Verite clothes is the diamond. So for me personally, it's like comparing the the going back to Focal. It's like comparing the Clears versus like the Stelia and Utopia. So like that's yeah, I think that's, that's the a jump. good comparison. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the jump as you're looking at. Um, so yeah, that's yep, I would agree. The the one consideration though, like for me at least, uh, I prefer the Otours sounds mm-hmm. like overall total balance. So I just EQ the Verite to get kind of closer to that. But mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, for technical performance, I think um, yeah, it's it's definitely the 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 Verite is is like in the next category up, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about that earlier. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, purple is delicious. So deli- okay, no, no, that's not a question. <laughs> purple is delicious. It's amazing. Best color. Yummy uh, purple. Da, da, da. Comfortable doing EQ. What if I just don't want to do EQ? Uh, well, I mean, EQ is not for everybody. I'm not a big EQ guy. Um, yeah, like, I, uh, there's a lot of barriers to EQ. And I, I think, like... Barrier it's, of entry. It's, yeah, but, but but there are. Like, it's... That's true. Uh, the, the most important of... And people are, like, you know, they're purists and whatnot. I, I know Taryn's in there. He's a purist. Uh, which I'm is fine. Purist, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but there's there are other barriers for eq and one of the most common ones i think is just being too lazy to learn how to do it <laughs> but that's not a bad thing that's just like because you don't have time or you don't want to have to care about that like i totally get that I per- that's my thought is i just don't want to care about it like i want to yeah. um, take away the barriers of like even like the sr1a that i have like that's sometimes it's like just doing that where i just pulled it out of the, yeah. the thing i call i was joking about it with one of the other shows i was on and it was like the barrier of entry to listening to music right because i just want to get to listening to my music yeah exactly and so yeah. if if i have to go someplace else grab something even and then have to turn on different amps and dax and then plug those in make sure it's set up in the the my chain properly yeah. and like change you know and it's stupid because it takes seconds but it's enough for me to kind of lose that momentum a little bit and it's that barrier of entry so there's there's yeah. that piece too to it but uh, or switching to your finding your profile yeah finding your and then, oh yeah then and then if you're on like my rme like yeah which profile was this did i even save that yeah. profile crap now i have to go back and redo all the i mean there's yeah. that too so yeah um but so that's that's I, a yeah. factor. But I mean, it's once you have it down, though, it's not a big difficult thing. And if you're open to doing like piece, the piece EQ or yeah, APO, the PCI, yeah. um, then it's a lot easier to do it because then you just have it on the, the your 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 digital side here, and you're just looking at it for the go, Windows okay, users boop, 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 out boop, there. Boop. The piece, yeah, for Windows, yeah, Windows users, and you can just boop, yeah. boop, boop, and you can mess it that way. It makes it a little bit easier to play with that way. But actually, on one, of, one of the things I don't know about if you're using piece mm-hmm. and then you switch to Rune and Rune in exclusive mode. Oh, but see, you don't. Get yeah. the piece EQ, so you got to have a so you different. Yeah, rune rune. Rune. You have to make them again in Rune. Um, yeah. Rune's amazing. I, I, love rune. I think that there are very ba- valid reasons. There are very valid reasons not to get into EQ, and I think that's just. Uh, I think one, one of the bigger ones, and it sounds. I think sometimes it's like, I understand why it's like. Why would I spend three thousand, four thousand dollars on something and then EQ it? It's like that's completely valid, and I think it, it holds some truth. It's like, why would but, you spend... But at the same time, there's this part of me that... And, it, and I think it was because of that one experience I had with the LCD2, where it was like, for me, it was mm. kind of like, like it changes so much, and there's so much uh, like 
you can get out of a headphone that I feel like now if I don't EQ it, I'm like, I'm not You're getting, not seeing the full. Yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing the full picture of what something's capable of, capable of. And if I was actually just like buying something, I feel like I'd be closing my options off if I wasn't open to EQ. Yeah, it's a more thorough evaluation too when you see what it's capable of. When you see, okay, maybe this isn't to my tuning, but if I do get it to make it my tuning, is this something that I can enjoy, right? Um, and then, you know, maybe the consideration is uh, is there for EQ. Um, the, the one thing I wanted to say though about like the crazy high-end stuff that I do see the comments all the time where people are like, if it's over $1,000, I should expect it to be perfect. And the reality is that no headphone is perfect, like for everybody. So it, you might find something that's perfect for you above a thousand dollars, sure. Mm -hmm. But because there is no such thing as like neutral, like there's no that hasn't been figured out for headphones yet. We're getting closer, but it's not. It, you know, there's everybody has you know their own gain factors to the ear, and you know we're all normalizing this stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of variability there or a lot of different variables there. And so there's no, there's never going to be a perfect tuning for everybody. So the notion of if it's going to, if it costs over a thousand dollars or if I'm spending over a thousand dollars, I should expect it to be perfect. I just don't see that <laughs> as holding any water because there isn't ever going to be perfect for everybody regardless. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's like, I mean, even if you don't want to EQ, that's, that's fine. But uh, I, I really think like, that that idea needs to be kind of thrown aside and you really instead of thinking if it's over a thousand dollars it should be perfect you should maybe think about okay what is it that i like and what try and figure that out then look at the thousand dollar plus range Synergize. and then yeah and then figure out okay this is like this or this is like this and then kind of get it to be you know closer to what you what you actually like yeah and you can do that via eq or via, exactly you know, learn learn with you know, the, there, or the different chains you can yeah. you can that can change the sound a lot I, I, yeah. I have a pretty controversial take. I mean, I think people that EQ are just, they don't like their headphones at the end of the day, right? So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, heard, yeah. I, spicy, I hate my very <laughs> I just ask, no headphones. I listen to every headphone with EQ. I've yet to come across something good. So you, hate, you hate all your headphones. This is this. No, no I, I love them. I, I hate, love I, them. Yeah. <laughs> There are uh, headphones that have wonky tunings that I don't EQ though. E EQs for people that made purchase mistakes. Oh, um, cool. well, you're like, oh, it's frequency response. It's kind of cute. I just want to leave it as it is. But yeah, like there, like well, there <laughs> like is stuff where it's like, it, where it's like, oh, this is a certain kind of flavor that I kind of like, and I don't want to, you know, mess with it. Yeah. I mean, I would say the Centauri is that headphone, but it measures perfectly anyway. So what do I have to worry about? <laughs> And there's a, another fun fun talk there. Uh, sorry to jump, jump off the EQ thing real quick. Was uh, there's a question in here that was pretty good, um, and I'm trying to find it now again. Before you... I saw I saw one about the Empyrean actually. Yeah, I saw that, I saw that too. I was thinking about that too. So I wanted there's two that I wanted to touch on. There's one regarding Chrono Chrono's channel, by the way. Um, oh. And <laughs> uh, but the Empyrean one was uh, people were like, oh, it's a the Empyrean's really they the per, that, that specific person was saying that it was really good and they really enjoyed it and they understand why yeah. uh, people don't like it and I think for me personally, I thought it was a little bit for compared to the other headphones in that price bracket specifically. It, yeah. it just didn't compete. So therefore, yeah. to me, it's the, the price, the that's price the thing. is the problem with that headphone. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, actually, it's I, built I have, fantastically. It's super comfortable. That's the thing, it's, yeah. um, it, it looks amazing and it, it, it does perform. It's just that at the, it's just 
outperformed by others in its price bracket. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Like that, that's the thing. It, it also has a surprisingly decent frequency response. Mm -hmm. it, like if you, uh, it's, it's, it was weirdly similar to like the, the HE 1000 <laughs> from Hi-Fi Man. It's like an HE 1000 from Hi-Fi Man with like a more thicker base. But I think that's just because the base performance also just isn't on the same level. It's not tight enough. Mm -hmm. But I can see why people like it. That's the thing. And yeah, and like <laughs> it was actually my like most recommended for like pr like comfort to performance, mm -hmm. like regardless of price. Yeah, the comfort to performance comfort. and build quality and comfort to performance. I think it's right at the top of that like Gaussian you know curve, like, right? I'd almost buy that. it just for the artistry of it, right? Like just the yeah, looks that alone, too. or like yeah. it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah. but but like for sound as well, I can. I mean, as much as I was finding faults with the Sonic performance to the price, I I think it's it's worth paying that extra money for comfort and build quality. Like I you know, to me it's like, yeah, you get I mean, maybe like, like the, a except even the very I mean the Z Yeah, kind of same. And it's not a bad it's not like technically poor. It's just not as technically competitive as like an H E one thousand S E or, you know, some of those other, you know, more technically detailed headphones but i will also say that the treble detail on the imperial i think is right up there like and that is the cool thing about that isodynamic hybrid array thing where it's like you have kind of like a separate trace there for the treble yeah it's 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 beamed into your ear holes it, which makes <laughs> which makes so much sense and i just i want them to do more of this because i think you know you can really you i mean again i, I think it was overpriced but like you can really hear the advantage of that design when in, in the treble, right? It, and so it, it, you know, it has to do with the way they optimized the trace for treble performance. You know, if the treble performed the way that the rest of the frequency response performs, uh, it would be nowhere near as good. So, yeah. uh, well, then the bass, which because the, the way that they have the traces, the the bass, yeah. it comes to me. That was my weird problem with it too. Is like one, it was yeah. too beamy to my ears. Um, but two, this is me personally. Not I don't don't yeah. think this is like a gospel. This is why it's. Uh, but the the bass came from up it's high. The gospel of Tyler. Yeah, gospel. Of Tyler. <laughs> but it, the bass came up high and it just threw off my my uh, the 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 way I heard them. I think and it just it yeah. just couldn't get past it for my per personally couldn't get past that part of it. But it was good. Yeah. I mean, it was I liked them. I thought and everyone I let try them thought they were fantastic. <laughs> I liked so. Android's reaction. <laughs> oh yeah, Android's was. Not. Oh god, I put them on him and he was like he put them on was just kind of like. <laughs> oh man uh, yeah uh, that's the beauty of the subjective or side of this it it's is, like yeah. and 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 like for me when i was evaluating the empyrean uh, I, it's, I was i just i found myself being able to listen to it for like so like long in long listening sessions i was like i was playing some video games and listening to it and it was just there was something really enjoyable about that whole experience mm -hmm. um and even though I think critic, like critical analysis might show that, okay, it's not as technically capable as what its price tag would indicate. And I think at the time it was even like $3,500 yeah, a set. And now it's, 35. I think, now I think it's at, at 3000 3, So I think they yeah. did drop it. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure. Don't quote me on that. But, but, you know, the experience of using it in a normal situation where you're like wanting to really just sit back and enjoy your music and, you know, all that stuff, it was enjoyable. Like it's there's no enjoyable. denying it. Yeah. yeah. So, at least for me. Yeah, but. I agree. And then this is for Chrono, and well, for all, uh, for the I'm not necessarily a reviewer per se. I I, I think of myself as an impressionist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that one of the questions earlier was, um, 
are, are there going to be more or why can't we have more lower tier headphone reviews or um, that kind of stuff? So kind of, I'm assuming you're talking um, like uh, like sub 500 or like the sub 1000 range. Probably let's stick to that. Actually, SHP 9600 is... I'm guessing like sub the tier. So I'm going to say the tier sub one. Sub 100. Call, or, <laughs> actually, here's a good question, uh, Andrew. Like, so when you're talking about the three tiers, because I agree with this, would you call yeah. the 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 would you go three to one and one being the highest? Or... Yeah, one being the highest. Okay. But so one being the highest. But the thing is, like, uh, my tier three with the Sindara and the HD six XX. That's already like, like why would you need? Yeah, like you don't. <laughs> right? like that's the problem. Everything yeah, below there, there's like so way good. worse headphones below yeah. that. And there's some right? gyms that's... in there too, for sure. Oh yeah, K three seventy one DT eight eighty six hundred ohm. Like there's cost Porta Pros with the Axe. Porta Pros, <laughs> totally. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff down there, but there's also a lot of really bad stuff down yeah, there too. Yeah. So you know, and then if you uh, go into the IEM world, especially right now, like where they're yeah. just they're constantly oh, iterating man. and going crazy, and they're they're on the race to the lowest price denominator possible for yeah, the highest yeah. quality. It seems like, um, yeah, they're killing it with now finally getting to a standardized target curve. <laughs> that was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so it's tough. I, I'm, so basically, what I'm trying to say, and what I think you're trying to say, is like there's so many options in that space, but there's there's already a set standard of what most people in that space will just gravitate right off the bat, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think for a lot of people that that. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Chrono. I, I think what we would like to do, I think, is just uh, not cover everything just for the sake of covering going over it, but trying to highlight what we think is really impressive in each category and what will what we believe will get you you know the most bang for buck. And yeah, in that's this a good case, point. there's headphones like the Sundar and HD six XX mm-hmm. and well the six hundred family that are just amazing, and you know now you know, withdraw those kind of headphones, which are, you know, I think they're, they perform in a tier above where they're at in terms of price, you know, yeah. become a lot more accessible. So it's like, yeah, there is almost no, it's hard to recommend anything else or want to highlight other stuff. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I, it does. And I was saying to my friends in like one of the, one of my gaming discords with, you know, with the former semi-pro gaming career <laughs> those guys i was telling them they're idiots for not i mean not, not in I, I was actually a lot more mean in that discord <laughs> but i was telling them basically that they're they're idiots uh f- you know for not buying the, the hd6xx because they are spending like you know three hundred dollars they're like oh what's a good head pair of head- headphones under three hundred dollars or a good headset under three hundred dollars like don't even look at three hundred dollars look at the 6xx at 220 dollars or again 350 dollars mm-hmm. with the sundara but that's the thing is most people don't know like if they're just looking at you know the the, the let's call it the diaspora even though we're talking about headphones mm-hmm. they look at what's what's out there and you know for the price range right and they think what the top dollar that they can spend is is going to give them the same performance oh, back and not realizing that the hd6xx is so much better than everything else out there around that price range even higher mm-hmm. and then the sandara is so much the same thing with the sandara it's like there are two headphones that everybody should be buying if they're going to be spending around 300 dollars or less right or 350 dollars or less um yeah i mean if you think about it like the bose qc 700 is twice the price oh, of the yeah. 6xx so and the crazy. the hc 6xx is like eight times better in yeah. performance exactly yeah so it, it it that's one of the things that i think like I look forward to when you find things like that and you're like, well, this is so much better than everything else out there because there is so much marketing that tells you 
you know, this is the greatest thing ever. You and you don't like the, the Razor shock your face off. Oh, my God. Uh, game yet. I want to try those. With the kitty ears. Don't so forget the kitty ears. Got to get the kitty ears. Yeah, we gotta get the, we're going to get the cat ears. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> we uh, review some cat ears. We're going to have the gaming special, <laughs> gaming special. on the headphone show at some point. Um, well, actually, we're at we're at uh, almost two hours now. We're at ten minutes to two hours. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should so probably uh, focus in on some some more questions. So, if you guys have some rapid fire questions for us, we can try and grab them. Um, I need to head over to the office and pick up some headphones. Oh, nice. <laughs> actually, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to. I didn't realize it um, what they were until I, I got them. But they're um, I'm actually looking forward to playing with. I need to get pictures of them, but I got these ones in. What was that? else oh my goodness that is one i've really wanted to try for so long because apparently it's like very similar detail to like the highest end we'll, odyssey we'll probably stuff. going to you next so <laughs> oh man i really want to try those out yeah, yeah. that's uh, awesome so that's i'm looking forward to try. initially i was like eh, like they just you know because it's <laughs> like why would i want that in my ear well, like, like, that, like i think i think sankar thinks i i am like overly not happy with odyssey but i i really love odyssey performance i just i i can't get over the weight and the i mm. the i4 kind of alleviates that issue for me and so i'm just like yes please and, and that's what <laughs> it seems like for me like the, or that's from my understanding after researching a little bit was that the i4 is based on that like it's it's essentially what they tried to do was distill it down into a little thing that goes in your ear as a head yeah. it's not like they even call it the planar magnetic in-ear headphone not monitor right and that, that makes sense right because yeah. it's like it, it really is not like normal iems right so, so that's i'm yeah. looking forward to playing with that i'm mostly i'm getting pictures and i'll do a quick probably I, actually i'm probably gonna do it because i, I kind of unboxed it in one of the videos like yesterday and uh oh, and metal's was, in here now he oh, says uh yeah lcd i4 uses the film from the lcd4 but needs to needs a buttload of eq which is built into yeah, the reveal it has a cipher cable him. it has a cipher cable yeah. with it so that's pretty cool um so I'll play with that. I'll go through the different. Uh, I'll probably use sorry, it. I, yeah, interrupted you. Oh, no, you're saying. good. Uh, like I, yeah, like I originally was like, ah, but then the more people were like, oh, they got really excited about it. So I'll probably do like a um, live impression of it at some point. Um, this this yeah. uh, coming next couple of shows. Um, just, yeah. But yeah, but mostly I'm trying to just get pictures of the dang thing. It looks pretty too. I like the gold on it. It's pretty cool. Or the yellow or orange or whatever. Um, I love this one for looks. This. This looks so cool to me. You know, it reminds me of the Fostex a little bit. Like that that shiny, like nicely, well-polished, you know? Oh, it's so nice. Like this, honestly, I know ZMF is like the wood looks super oh, yeah. good. But this, I think, is almost there. Almost on the same level. Like the wood here is not as unique. But the finish that they put on it is really slick. Yeah, I think it looks um, really good. I, I agree. Really, really good. It'd be cool if they did yeah. it in like a different color. They do different colors, right? Don't they have like a... Well, like they a... do different backings and they have um, the carbon, uh, carbon and I know carbon there's fiber. like a snake skin and an alligator skin. There's like some weird ones out oh, the there. Alligator. Yeah, yeah, alligator one. I remember that. Yeah. I was like, what the... And they, they do the alligator one in different colors too, I think, right? Did yeah, they do like that's right. Some, alligator like, one, like yeah. A, like but, a blue and some... Yeah. Yeah. That I had more green. Like if it was like burled wood... Oh if this God. was a different, slightly different color wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like a redder, like a darker yeah. red, even would be dope, or even like a darker brown. Oh, I was gonna or go if it just like had a... more, green. more green. Yeah, yeah, more oh, something more you guys, but here's like ZMFish. But I like the darker um, woods like that. Yeah, like yeah. that one. I like that. If they had that kind of backing for the LCD XC, man, I would I would buy it just to put it on like the <laughs> stand and then not use it because it's too heavy, <laughs> or use it for like an hour. The net workout video, so you could work. The workout video. <laughs> You didn't see it, but it's 15-minute daily routine of net okay. workouts. 
I'll, I, I'm going to look at it and then I will do, I'll, I'll get on that and then I'll see if this is more tolerable after a week, after two weeks, after two weeks, <laughs> two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Hardcore work. I want those results. Yeah. Uh, a closed back eye sign would be cool. Well, they had that. They had that. Isn't I didn't they have a closed back eye sign? The, uh, the sign. Yes. The, the sign, not eye yeah, sign. Eye sign is the, is the eye sign 20. I said 10, I said 20. Which is like the i3 and the i4, mm -hmm. but they had the sign, which is the which is the, the, the on ear, yeah, on ear, which is uh, yeah, no. Android has, uh, he modified it. He has two of them right now, randomly, yeah. and he he got different pads for them, so they're not on ear anymore. They're over ear. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Um, if they can make them more comfortable, then those would be great because apparently they have a really good tuning as well. <laughs> So like, I think those are discontinued, aren't they? The they are discontinued, I think. Yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, they've gone to the LCD one now, which is like, that's what I wish that that sign stuff would have been, you know. So now we just got to get a get closed back, back LCD one, <laughs> uh, and then then everybody's gonna buy that, which is which makes sense. Yeah, I agree. That's what um, everyone was hoping the Pinrose was gonna be. I think that was that seemed at least in the different uh, discussions I was in about it. That's what they were yeah. hoping it would be. Um, let's see any more. <laughs> wow, five more minutes. I've never metal says I've never reviewed, never liked the XC personally. It was probably the five to six K sibilance peak, but I haven't heard at length outside of a show. In fact, I tried to review one, but one of the sides died during shipping. <laughs> oh no! Oh, wow. I was going to say I could ship this. We could ship this one over to you, and maybe you can you know revise your impressions of that. But that would that would involve a comeback. Yeah. Metal, metal five seven one. Um, uh, yep, carbon. Uh, yeah, the carbon, but. The interesting thing with that is that somehow the carbon fiber one's like heavier. heavier. It's probably. Well, least, I wonder if it's a skin or like a sorry, a, like a, a wrap. Oh uh, yeah, but well, what I wonder though is maybe, uh, like because the specs on there on the site for the weight, I don't know if that's accurate. based on the current revisions of these, because remember, like all this stuff go. We were talking about the revisions earlier, and so what I really wonder is like if the carbon is actually more, heavier than the maple. Because like there's that is cognitive dissonance in my mind. If they actually made it out of carbon fiber, <laughs> I don't I don't know. You'd think that the wooden one would be a little heavier, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just to hear, not to necessarily review. Um, maybe we could do something like that. But I love this one. Like to me, yeah, okay, yeah. I, as I said in the review, like it's too bright and all that stuff, and it needs EQ, just like you know many other Odyssey headphones. But it doesn't take that much. Doesn't need that much EQ. And all the like things that are challenging to EQ, it, it this is so easy. You know, there's no peaks, you know, narrow peaks or anything like that. You can just drop the treble with the down shelf and you're fine. Um, yeah, pretty much. I don't see any more. Yeah, if there's any more questions, we should probably cut the stream there now that metal's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, I get the Unicorn XC. Well, you saw the measurements, right? So it measures pretty, like, well, for an Odyssey headphone, it measures really well. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. That's uh, all I have to say about I that. Like <laughs> okay, that's weird. Uh, yeah, um, I think so. I think we're, we're pretty good. And then I guess, uh, yeah, I think we can go from there. Um, yeah well that is another thing real quick before we go with the last minute is uh there used to be unicorn odysseys right that used to be a thing like the unicorn odyssey with the special oh, like the lcd fours and, and the, the, yeah, yeah like the even the twos original twos even the like twos the yeah and stuff like there's there's like actual from, like unicorns from 
from from well not actual unicorns well yeah they didn't have horn like, <laughs> they actually came with a horn for a headband <laughs> yeah um they came with little, little hooves you can put on your yeah hands. yeah yeah. <laughs> Never mind the cat ears. We gotta have the yeah, unicorn on top. Yeah. The sparkles, uh, they sparkle as they played music too. This was confetti glue. Rainbows yeah. shot out. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I, I think okay. so so metal can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but like I think that there were there was a lot more unit variation that happened before 2016. So people back then were like, Oh, this one is like the the thing, right? The and since 2016 they've changed the menu like the, the process or whatever they did yeah and now They're they are a lot more consistent unless there's a revision like there was with the LCD X from early 2020 mm. right so unless there's a specific revision for it but we're not getting unit to, as much unit to unit variation as there was in the past which is what I think the unicorn stuff was in, in yeah. reference to and so the other thing that I uh, that Sankar told me actually said that you know a lot of the reason for some of the differences that you might see in measurements has way more to do with the pads than the drivers. The, the, there's not actually that much variance as far as the drivers go. Um, and that, and it makes sense because if you think about how thick the pads are, mm -hmm. this there's so much more potential variability that's contained within this. And like how, uh, oh, everything from like the pads that, like themselves to um, actually the way that it's positioned on the rig and how far down the pads are pressed onto the rig. You know, you're trying to ideally when you're measuring this stuff, you're trying to simulate what it would be like when you're actually wearing it on your head when it's coupled to your <laughs> ear. And so in some cases, if you just like rest it there, maybe it's not actually pressing the pad down far enough to what it would actually be like if you were wearing it your on your head but th thankfully these are heavy enough where i think it does in most cases but you know maybe there's going to be some sort of variation there as a result of that i agree um, i, think I pads, could see that pads definitely have a yeah huge, i think we're you're, you're talking about that before like if i can not drop all yeah but but like not even like different pads but like within the same family of pads yeah. because they're so huge there could be quite a bit of variance for how this in the fits on a person's head and then yeah everything yeah mm -hmm. there's all yeah. sorts of variances and nuance and all that fun stuff in that. yeah um it's and that uh, metal says and probably whatever material is available to make the yeah, pads definitely a bunch of variation from that pad, pad positional mm -hmm. variation yeah exactly that too well, even yeah. in manufacturing nothing's ever exactly one-to-one -one, even in manufacturing when you're doing right it, exactly with, with stuff like this especially right mm -hmm. stuff like pads and everything yeah you're dealing with leather, leather <laughs> le yeah which is a unique thing too right and they're even yeah. just the foam making the foam like you could be exactly i mean who knows maybe the chemist that was doing the foam whatever it is slightly different or you know who knows oh yeah uh personally how big pad been under my <laughs> yes well i think uh with that um fun fun uh but i might still buy these i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i there's it's so good <laughs> There yeah. you go. Anyway, sir, that's last, last on that topic. <laughs> Money where your mouth I have is. to own an Odyssey at some point, right? I, I'm just not sure which one it's going to be. Who would have known it would have been the XC, though? I know, right? I, I know. That's why I was like, what, like so surprised. I would have, I, especially after hearing like the LCD 2 closed, which was like weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I was not expecting it to be as good as it is. It's fair. Um, Anyways, okay. yeah. Um, well, I think uh, we'll call it a day, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if there's any ladies in there. And uh, we'll uh, see you guys on the next one. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for joining. And, and Thanks for having us. Have a, have a great, uh, <laughs> yeah, have a great rest of your day and the rest of the weekend. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chat later. And, and everyone else will chat later also. So cheers. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks have for tuning day, in. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Bye.